there's so many things in life that you just second chance at. So to not have second and third chances and and fifth chances and so like to have something like this and to be able to be a part of something that's cool and unique and new and south or you know, like my heart is and guys that I help train or came up with and just I'm so it does mean I mean those tears for real I mean like I, I like I try to be like a macho dude and I cry and so yeah sweatpants episode kitchen episode now what do you think do you think the 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 morning in the uh in the kitchen episode is is do, do you think people could tell a difference between that and the midnight and the basement episodes i think not necessarily early yeah but by the end probably oh yeah yeah because but the, those get pretty crazy <laughs> yeah by the time three o'clock rolls around i am pretty much uh incoherent welcome to wrestling is gross my name is bucky my name is siobhan and we are recording oh why are we doing this episode <laughs> Um, well, there's this guy, uh, he was one of my favorite wrestlers, a wrestler you cared, you enjoyed a lot too. Uh, one of the best wrestlers the last 20 years in the United States. Yeah. And he fucking died. Yeah. Jimmy Rave, James Michael Guffey. Why are we doing this? Cause this is so, it's just so sad. I, I turned one of these on and I I immediately got so sad. Oh yeah. (laughs) And I like went down a, a a doom scroll rabbit hole where i just like found a bunch of sad shit and looked at a bunch of replies and you know jimmy rave um you see uh, dirty andy dalton i believe it was posted a poem about him that he wrote yeah yeah um i i guess we've done a few of these uh this guy died and so we're going to do an episode episodes um but this is this feels different <laughs> it feels much no, sadder yeah. to me this i don't is, know um it's i don't know like bobby eaton and like super porky those are guys who just weren't in good shape danny havoc was a complete fucking shock nobody knew this yeah it was a it was it was a matter of time in a yeah. way but also especially after the amputations but right. you're also like i don't know uh, no. Yeah. It's so the sad. last time we talked about Jimmy Rave, he was alive, and he had had, I believe, one arm amputated. Yes. And that was when we talked about his match with CM Punk, uh, the dog collar match. That was probably, what, 10 months ago we did that episode? Um, oh, yeah. That and was so, like March. Yeah. yeah. Um, good episode. Check it out. Good episode. Um, I talked on that episode how sad it was that Jimmy Rave, a guy who is so good specifically with his arms and twisting people into knots um intricately like you know wonderful control of his of his limbs you know and then he fucking yeah. lost one and then you know look, look the world is hell yeah <laughs> everything and everyone uh it's it's all it's all very sad um and i think that's kind of why i like I, I really had to ask like why are why are we doing this and i know the reason is because it's good wrestling and 
but it's I am like I I'm already not happy <laughs> about this uh, because he was such a fucking evocative evocative character that yeah it just doesn't really it doesn't really matter it's sad and ever and nobody has a bad word to say about the guy really aside from like like yeah he fucked up but he was on drugs yeah so like we understand why it just wish he wasn't on all the drugs <laughs> yeah well, there's uh, a lot of really hitting my norm mcdonald and dirty work <laughs> emphasis on the last word uh i feel like there's a lot of hand-wringing um i believe is the is that the right term yeah um just a lot of that kind of bullshit um around jimmy rave before he died uh when it came like people you know because he's he I don't know. He was a controversial guy for whatever reason. I don't know. There was people who had like stories about him. Um, nothing seemed. He's not. He was not a canceled man by any means. Um, but you know, the the same way that Devin Moore is not a canceled man. You know, like I I, I don't really care about that. I don't know the details, and that's the last that it's going to get talked about. Um, but there is a lot of that kind of bullshit where it's like that's very sad. But you know. Like, yeah. you know, there's like, there's always a comma, not a fucking period when they were talking about this guy. Um, so first of all, did any of those people shut the fuck up? Yeah. Um, you don't know shit. And if you God, do know no. shit, then if it's, it's shit that I, that nobody wants, needs to fucking hear and doesn't need to be said. Um, so you do that on your like private account. Uh, I, I think when it comes down to it. It's just, I think everybody like the people you and I are friends with and are and us ourselves. If you don't know a Jimmy Rave in your life, then like I don't fucking know you. I don't I don't get you. That's <laughs> no, there are the Jimmy Raves. Yeah. Other people, well, that's, that's the thing. That's part of it too. Is I you know drug addiction specifically like of of the kind that he's been associated with. It's you know I, I personal experience with that. So I I don't know. This stuff makes me really sad. Um, so I'm gonna try not to. Uh, cry during this episode. Yeah, God, no, yeah. <laughs> uh, but I did turn on the first match. Oh, and I, you know, you Google Jimmy Rave, and the first thing you see is a fucking picture of him in the hospital bed with the fucking one arm and no legs, and it's yeah, just, like that's fucking... like that's the first thing you see. Um, and I, you know, that's it's very sad that that happened. Um, let's talk about like the fucking good shit that he did. Oh yeah, you know that's what I'm fucking here for. Absolutely. James Michael Guffey, um, born Atlanta, Georgia, December eight, nineteen eighty two. Um, trained by Murder One, it says right. Is everybody was everybody trained by Murder One in that <laughs> Murder <laughs> One region? Michaels, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. He uh, masked wrestler Mister XTC. Um, which I've never seen anything like I've that. I've never seen that either. <laughs> but it's cool. Um, and then if it, you know that that moves XTC uh, moves directly into the name Jimmy Rave, which is you know a name that you look at it now and you're like, wow, the 2000s were like you know. But you really don't. Jimmy Rave is like he 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 never like he never felt like a. a somebody like locked down by that stupid name no you know? like insane direct insane dragon or like a direct contemporary uh from the same area slim j slim j who who has had to go by well, gladiator jeremiah or whatever yeah that was um yeah and J- jimmy rave is uh, a good name and i like it no yeah and it's just like i don't know you 
it's just like, yeah, it's like what he debuted when he was like 17 or 18. Yeah, you know, that's a fine, that's a teenager nick- wrestling nickname. It works. Yeah, yeah, it's it's good. Um, and he is so he he started in it's his first. On, let's go on Strigus website. Yes. And I'm gonna look at NW the Natural National Wrestling Alliance Wild Side. <laughs> Thank you, Striga, for writing out the words. <laughs> um. Yeah, there's this ladder match that you you mentioned that's 25 minutes, and I'm glad we didn't watch. No, yeah, it's a cool match, but it's also like we get, it's we it's finally fun. get to we finally get to talk about JC Daz. It's a shame. It's a real shame that we didn't get him or Jason Cross in this episode, but they'll they'll never. Uh, this is the only chance they would ever get, so it is really a shame. <laughs> well, uh, no, we can fi- I can find a fucking you, there's to talk a wild about Jason Cross, if, uh, JC Daz, the most pissed off man in wrestling. I don't think so. Unfortunately. <laughs> we could maybe just get him on the show, but like never, never mention that he was a wrestler. And people oh like, yeah, who's that guy? JC, is that your friend? <laughs> um, yeah, we've so known him a long time. Yeah, he starts in Wildside, and you know, I guess maybe other indies in the area. Doesn't look like he has a lot of matches listed in two thousand one. Um, but I think a lot of guys probably don't. You know, no, yeah, um, I, he definitely held the junior title in. Oh, uh, wild side. He had some stuff of Caprice Coleman, you know. Yeah, yeah. So, and I, I, I would, I would gather some of that might not even be listed here. Um, no. He wrestled. Uh, oh boy, he wrestled for an IPW. It says, uh, and it, that's in uh, Ibor City, Florida, and Saint Petersburg, Florida. That's that's what we're talking about. <laughs> that's the Ron Nemi Fed. Yeah. That's the Ron Nemi Fed. Is that right? Yeah. Cool. All right. So there you go. Shouts out. Uh, it sure is, yeah. Ron Nemi, there's his name. He's got Ron Nemi. He's got a, a profile, a page on uh, Striga's website. Good for Ron Nemi. <laughs> Good the for Ron Nemi. giant himself, Sir Ronald J. Oh, yeah. Nemi the Fourth. Oh um, yeah, I'm gonna, you know, also, I mean, I mean, I, I wish my like it. my You're great grandmother Aloysia had a, a a page on Striga's website, but no, <laughs> you know, her those matches weren't recorded. Yeah. <laughs> affairs, though they were yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah she was she was great she was great in her time uh her and her and may young um robin banks so bitches. He, <laughs> jimmy rave is sort of the guy him and him and aj i guess aj is the is the number one guy from wild side right yeah that's like, undeniably um i didn't know wild side we can just get we'll just go ahead and get into the first match and we can talk let's go ahead and do that um from uh, March twenty third, two thousand two, NWA Wildside Hardcore Hell in an I Quit match. It's Mr. It's the original XTC Jimmy Rave versus the Italian monster Tony Mamaluke. Mon- Why is he a monster? Uh, he was just working he's like angry like, man gimmick. Yeah. Oh, okay. So he's like a he's like <laughs> domestic abuse type. <laughs> yeah, he's just a prick. He's just a prick. This is the guy that uh, James Conn beats up in The Godfather, part one. Um, this, uh... Punch. Yeah, it's good. It's That's a great fight scene. I don't care. But, I've argued with both you and Misha about that, I think. I, at this point, I don't care anymore. Do, wait, also, you, do you think it's a bad scene because of it? No, no, no it's it, I just it's just such a funny, like, missed punch. It's yeah. a really bad missed punch. Right, well, the, the problem is not that Conn misses the punch. The problem is the actor sells it. He sells it. That's the problem. That's it's Young Buck shit. That's yeah. Young Buck shit. <laughs> That's slapping your leg when you didn't make contact. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Shouts out uh, to Megalopolis, right? To Coppola. Um, friend of the show. You know, trying to get yeah. 
trying to get Roman on <laughs> um, to talk about some really weird wrestling. <laughs> Mozart's uh, the jungle. Yeah, yeah. It's, you know, similar industries, right? That's what we that's what we talked to him about. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, uh, Mama Luke is a psychotic bumper. That's mostly what I know him for. I've not seen a ton of the. Uh, the Mama Luke indie stuff, except for I guess I've, I, I take that back. I've seen a lot of CZW, and yeah, I, you forget how much he was around that first year of Ring of Honor. He, he him and Guido are together, and then they break up. I think, um, and then he's in, in... 05, He has he, he and uh, Sal Renaru hold the tag title. So by that time, I'm not watching. Yeah, you're checking. That's out. yeah, but like uh, yeah, it's 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 a crazy guys, crazy bumper. I remember he, there was like a an opening video. Of like uh, maybe the ECW VHS tape series had like you know a, it was a montage of sick shit and there was like a spot where he does like a, a twisting tumbleweed thing, yeah, like Asai style or maybe just off the top to the floor, but he lands back first on the guardrail, yeah, and it like <laughs> and it on, looks man. like it would kill a person, but I think he he just got right back up or whatever, yeah, <laughs> yeah, he's like that guy, um, he's like that kind of guy, uh. So, yeah, by the time these two lock up in CCW, it's like, a, what, a year and a half later? Pretty much, yeah. Okay, okay. Um, they, um... After uh, spending, like, the first quarter of, the, of 2002 feuding in Wildside. Right, right. But Mama Luke... So, what, Mama Luke is uh, ECW tag champion, maybe, or in, in the division, him and Guido. Um, and then he is in WCW for a minute? He was in WCW first, then ECW. Then is that right? Oh, I don't oh, know wow. if he was the guy who got bought in. I think he probably had to have been someone who was brought into HWA, but I don't think he. Where's he from? Yeah, where the fuck is he from? I think he's. I mean, he's a New York guy, but he ended up uh, training under Dean Malenko in Florida. So uh, okay, yeah, sure. That's <laughs> that's one way to do it. Um, yeah, so. He's uh he's awesome. This is the thing about Tony Mamaluke. He's the he's best. great. He's uh, fucking great. They do a long collar and elbow uh, with a big struggle to start. Um, this is an I Quit match, by the way. I think you said that, but yeah, it's it's not it's wrestled not like an I Quit match, although it's presented as such. It's, uh, it's a submission match. It's a submission match. Wrestled. But the ref has the mic in the hand, and he's like. Andrew Thomas is is he, is he notoriously a shitty referee or? Um, well, he was like the uh, heel ref. Oh, who would, you should have like, told uh, me that. I yeah, he okay. worked for uh, like that Jeff Bailey and shit. But he, but in this one, uh, no, I just think he's kind of overdoing it. In the future, if that's that's a, that's some context, I want you to fill me in on because you, you, I have not seen this shit. So that's, I guess that makes sense. I was gonna say his mic is super fucking loud. Oh yeah, um, no. he's got a great voice though. He's got a, like a bow tie on, you know. Yeah, he's a good fucking. He's a good uh, heel ref. Yeah, it's just that the concept of the heel ref, it can go out of way. Yeah, Let's put it that way. Yeah, well, we all love I, the Torontos family, but yeah, but if Wildside's like Wildside was running a lot, right? So Wildside had oh, yeah. like, and they had a, a dedicated group of people who were there every week, you know, and yeah. they had TV, like local TV. Didn't they have TV? They had TV. Like, uh, that I mean, it got up. It was like national TV, essentially, like on fucking. Uh, if you had like, the right syndication package or whatever. Well, yeah, on like some like WGTW fucking forty eight up here, sure. famous channel. Sure, uh, you know, if we ever get Rob Naylor on, it'll just be seventy five references to WGTW. That's where I've heard that name. Forty eight, okay. yeah, sure, yeah. And that's so where all the like, uh, fuck, it's ECW had their show on there. God right. damn. Well, we never w. got that. That that was never a thing that you you could get in yeah. Southeast Texas, not that I'm aware of. I I don't I don't really know. You know, I I remember that being a 
a, a time like oh one oh two and people talk about you know you hear bix and chris zellner uh talk about how people forget about that, that <laughs> channel um, <laughs> but yeah so you know they I mean, but, it was based on like wilmington or some shit uh, sure a lot of people who got it yeah joe country um i i think the thing is is you know they had a tv presence but they actually had a tv presence there like this is like sort yeah. of they were able to sell shows on television to some degree um you hear you know jeff bailey or or, or dan wilson talk about this on you know every podcast because they're constantly on podcasts of people we know yeah um we should probably reach out to them huh? oh, uh, yeah. and I, I i guess you know it's a it's a real they had a real viable um little thing here for about an, a, a year and a half you know two years something like that before i think it you know then it gets really hot in oh four oh five and i don't know it's it's a it's a Promotion that you know a lot more about than I do. Yeah, I mean, they also had some touring a little in Southern Tennessee. They ran Atlanta a few times. They're in Athens. Yeah, if you're able so to they, do that, so, that's awesome. So, like, you could, yeah. Like, they, they, so they essentially had house shows, TV tapings, and then, like, event shows that they'd sell on uh, tape and shit. Yeah, that's cool. That's cool. They were, you know, it's Smoky Mountain model, right? They were the, like, yeah. the, yeah. So, sorry, a little tangent there. I do want to do some Wild Side, though. I want to, it's good to, good to talk about you know what they did and what they what's left of it you know it's like one of the oldest i mean they've been running wrestling out of that building for like 25 years now it's crazy yeah yeah and you know it's like you still see a lot of those guys you know like aj gray came from that area right like you know yeah he worked there yay hi yeah uh, yeah fucking there's pretty much everybody like uh ftr sure yeah showed up there like you say everybody but pretty much all the good ones (laughs) um yeah i i I guess i could name some shit bodies i just uh, can't sure make them right now sure um most of them weren't though so i always would eat this early 2000s like tape trading nerd mat work shit right up you know yeah um this is like a specific type of like kind of showing off it's it's got a little bit of a maestro vibe to it at times, like the you know, there's a lot of technique being uh, exhibited, yeah. right? Um, that like mm-hmm. these guys are just watching World of Sport and Battle Arts on tapes, and you know they're like on message boards in like 2002, and yeah, these these are like my kind of wrestlers, you know. These guys are like the same age that I was, like when I was like getting into wrestling or you know watching a lot of the wrestling and getting like really deep into yeah. it. Um, it's like 17, 18 year old psychos that are it's like, buying I mean, tapes. It's, it's like an American version of, uh, Toriumon 2000 shit, really. Uh, where sure. it's like, this is very, like, you can see like the kind of shit that, uh, the people who are still around from that are doing in, in this. And it's like, oh yeah. Yeah. Like those, uh, fucking, uh, I don't know what, you know, those nerds. Yeah. Like I was, uh, yeah. Like yeah. Keto's cool, but I'm trying to think of like. Like Toru or whatever, all those little nerds. Yeah, yeah. I, I forget about TGP. It's a lot of fun. Um, so, yeah, they do. Uh, they they do a fucking submissions match. I don't like. There's not a whole lot to talk about here as far as what happens, like uh, what what they do. But they they have this uh, the the microphone, which is like such an odd choice for a submissions match. Not a you know. This is like. Mark Haskins style submissions match, not Mick Foley, I quit match. You know? Yeah, or it's like the inverse of uh, you know the Brett Austin thing being like an, an I quit match effectively, but it's a submission match, and of course that would be you know from a certain point in time, like that's the old thing. It's like no, actually, it was a submission match. It's just that Austin 
he wasn't going to do the Million Dollar Dream or anything like that, any of that bullshit. I don't know why I did the Triple H. I don't, yeah, I was trying to do Triple H talking about this. I don't know. Oh, nice to see you, Triple H. Hope you're uh, doing okay. <laughs> uh, he left. He, uh, he, oh, man. What if, oh, God. What if Sean divorces his wife and then marries Stephanie? <laughs> Isn't that what Vince has always kind of wanted? I've never Probably. thought. I've never thought about it. Um, you're out of your mind for even saying this word. <laughs> I suggested it. I've never um, thought about it until now. Okay. No. Okay. Um, so Mama Luke has a, like a big, long arm stretching Fujiwara thing on, um, and the ref is holding the, the microphone in Jimmy's face so he can yell, "What? No!" Ah! And it's pretty good. Um, it's pretty good. They they really he's really good at yelling into the microphone and <laughs> refusing i don't know i i at first i was like what is this why are they doing this and then there's only one he, there's one moment where he literally says ouch <laughs> but he's a 19 year old i mean fuck like i thought his not, acting was really good it's good yeah. he's a very good he's a great baby face yeah um they repeat that like a few times where he's got him in a hold and, and Jimmy just yells in the microphone. I love that that was like their idea. It was like, I'll just yell in the microphone. <laughs> um, and it works because Jimmy's good at it. Um, Every, he, uh, most uh, like Mama Luke's like, Tony Mama Luke, do you want to quit? And he's like, get on my face. And it's great. <laughs> uh, Mama Luke is so fun. Yeah. No, he's, I, you know, the, was this a single camera? I watched this a week and a half ago now. Oh no, they they had There's, I mean, okay. they had the hard cam and they had um okay. like uh one guy with a okay. a moving cam. I felt like there was like I don't know, there there was like a detachment to this that I I had some sort of trouble like really getting into it. Um I I, I mean it's a match I've seen and I, and I just have a lot of fondness for it, but also I will say like you, there's the claim that both their noses get busted open and you don't you can't fucking see it because it's it seems somehow like it's detached like it is a detached way because the hard cam is sort of over the commentary which is like a good 30 feet from the ring it's not like sure. it's not a, a nothing distance but or a completely far away distance it's fine but you're like if it's like a hard way, a hard way broken or at least like screwed up nose and you can't see it then you don't know, like you're just going by what fucking uh, Dan Wilson and Stephen well, Frazak have fine, to tell though. you. I think it's not I a think big deal. I, 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 I didn't even – I don't know if I even caught it. But um, no, the, the commentators are allowed to uh, work a, a fake busted open spot. Sure, I don't care. <laughs> I don't mind it when they say, was that a tooth? That's like, damn, how many fucking teeth these wrestlers got? They keep losing teeth every time they get a super kick. Uh, speaking of, speaking Jimmy hits a fucking incredible super kick <laughs> to to Mama Luke on the apron, and Mama Luke does a turning bump, yeah. right into the fucking guardrail. Yeah, Horrific. that's what brought back the flashback of the of the clip I was talking about. Yeah, um, he's the guy who ate shit on a lot of guardrails. Yeah, yeah, tough. that was like one of his things. It's cool. Um, the the super kick though. It's fucking incredible. I, oh, yeah. I I watched that and I was just like, man, I see you see five hundred fucking super kicks in a single episode of TV now. <laughs> yeah. um, like it just it was so good, and those they're so bad usually now. <laughs> Why do they do uh, them? Like the entire Wild Side ro- everyone on that roster had a good super kick. Jeff G. Bailey had a good super kick. It's hilarious how ba- how like looking at it like twenty plus years later, and you're like, wow, how how did it get 
it's like the easiest move in the world, and you've got and everybody's worse at it. Yeah, I don't know what happened. I, don't, I mean, I know what happened. And it's, it's a bunch young, of indie doofs. Bucks, but... It's a bunch of indie doofuses like doing rocker droppers and fucking. Hey, the rocker dropper is cool. The rocker dropper Shut whips the fuck ass. Up with the rocker dropper. But it um, was the classic indie doofus move. But you know, most of them are great. Uh, Renaro and Delay. I forget if, which one of the of Sal Renaro or Seth Delay have like the uh, one where they'd stand like get uh do it drop off the opponent's back first like they'd stand on the opponent's back and do it and then do it which looked fucking great it looked again like They're doing real... a super kick while standing wait i'm no, sorry like the rocker dropper. the rocker dropper okay i lost the thread I meant, like, yeah yeah no a lot i of indie bullshit moves but yeah okay they're great step up I... rocker this dropper. Our, this is our goal shining this wizard is... rocker dropper you know mm-hmm. there's plenty uh, john cena when he does off the top rope what's cooler than that <laughs> and he misses oh yeah he like just grazes there kevin owens's head i, I love that stupid move his uh, his first leg drop, yeah. Shouts out to Mister Ass and Ass Boy. <laughs> They're the Ass Boys. It's so wow, funny. wow. You ever hear, uh, all right, we're on the tangent here, but have you ever heard the music that they come out to? It's You've like, described it. It's just like it's like elevator music from like a Mass Effect game. It's just like it's very strange. Um, anyways, there's some business here with Jeremy Lopez and Todd Sexton that I don't. I, I neither know anything about, nor do I care anything about. You don't need to. It's fine. It's, um, it, it's 15 seconds. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of screaming. Uh, there's a lot of scream. Mama Luke almost dies on like uh, on a top rope Rana failure. Oh, yeah. Um, that was... Because at cr- this point, he's working... Um, they've hit the point where it's established that the worst of the the big... Fa- it's coming down to Jimmy Rave's knee because he missed a leg drop, and his knee is fucking gone. And so he's just like he just doesn't move on it. He just like holds on, and Mamluk dies. Um, yeah, it was pretty scary. <laughs> pretty he goes scary. for um, he goes for another one, and he gets hooked hooked up on the. There's a lot of uh, Jimmy like with one leg hooked on the top rope. Um, there's that chair shot that Mamluk hits him with, where he just like sabus him vertically, and he just fucking takes his face off, which yeah. is horrific looking. Awesome. Right, I forgot about that spot. Um. Yeah, it's it's not like I said. It's that's like the one bit of like real illegal maneuvering happening in the movie in, in, in the match, right? Like I feel like yeah. it's it's mostly a pretty straight. Even it's nasty. Like they're nasty to each other. They're clearly enemies, but it's you know. it's grimy mat work. I mean that co- like yeah. there's a lot of there's there's some flash, but it's more like technique than like ooh. Then shit. <laughs> Look at me. Yeah. I'm Tony Mama Luke. Well, I, f- I... I was trained by Dean Malenko. <laughs> Tony Mama Luke is an, uh, a leprechaun, huh? Yeah, uh, you know, I made him a different. You made him a different. Uh, Catholic yeah, Catholic. Got it. Nailed it. Um, yeah, we'll have to try to think of what that what his name is. Um, the finish is crazy. Uh, it's like a uh, like a step over stretch muffler thing. It's like a hat. It's somewhere between a stretch muffler and like a Boston crab. Horrific looking. Sure. Okay. Um, like stre- gets the back and the leg. So he's just he's got him stuck in it, and, and there's no way for Jimmy Rave to escape this. It's just going to go on until he quits, and he doesn't quit. He just screams into the microphone like over and over, and it goes on for like a minute and a half <laughs> until uh, what's his name, Bill Barons comes Bill out. Bill Barons, NWA vice president. Yeah, and ends the match. Uh, Bill and- Barons had a good super kick, if I remember correctly. Oh yeah, he used to. Yeah, he he, he would. You know, he'd slap the thigh though, and he's kind yeah. of the one, he was kind of the one who started that whole thing, right? No, not, yeah, we got to blame <laughs> uh, Bill Barons for uh, 
you know, Jeremy and Max Buck. Yeah, yeah. Um, the crowd chants bullshit. Um, it's a, you know, it's a, it's a it's a well. I thought this was a well worked version of of an of the of the I quit finish trope that results in you know no one quitting. You know, because it's yeah. kind of hard. You, you know, if you're, if you're especially if you're putting. If you're having the, I assume Jimmy Rave is the baby face here. Jimmy Rave um, is the baby face. Yeah. If you're having the baby face lose the match, like you, you know, a heel can lose an I quit match. They just quit because a heel, they're fucking, they, they bitch out, and that's the end yeah. of the match. That's the end of the feud. It's a great way to do it. Um, but like for the baby face to lose an I quit match, you kind of have to pull some shit, right? That's yeah, um, that's fine. Especially this is a homegrown guy versus yeah. guy who's just here. Uh, so you know you gotta the fucking you know, bu- fine. Kamala, Kamala Harris had to come out and she had, she had to call and she said Joe I'm ending the match and no. <laughs> yeah dog eyed soldier pony blah, 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 blah. <laughs> yeah and the I wish visual... he was that incoherent he just most he is when he's off screen I think I, I think he truly is um. When he's awake, am I right, folks? Yeah. Um, let's go, Brandon. Stupid Joe. I, I, we've never talked about let's go, Brandon, on the show. We never will. I just want to say, <laughs> I think it's really funny. I think talking in code is fun. That's all. The only thing I ever have I to say is, the, is I just think Bruce Santee wearing the fuck Joe Biden shirt is such a funny thing. Right. And then it's like, imagine that man wearing the let's go. No, that's lame. I guess let's go, Brandon, started after that match. It started, right? it was like yeah, it was like summer. seven months. Uh, that was in like October. Let's go, Brandon. Started in October. Yeah. Oh shit! I thought it was like, I thought it, we were at least six months into the, uh, the the Brandon we're like era. Four months in. <laughs> I hope it never stops. Yeah. Uh, it's, I it's want really silly. I want uh, I want Donald Trump Trump Jr. to tweet, "Let's go, Brandon." He's oh, he, he probably did, already has. Yeah, uh, I want him to say it out loud. Um. God. Our next president. Yeah, right. <laughs> oh boy. Um yeah. Bill Barron's uh great super kick. Um you know. Hell of, out, hell of an hell of an official. Out before, you know, out out of the primary before March, but you know. Yeah. <laughs> great super kick. Um all right. I'm gonna say this one. All right. Oh go ahead, please. I'd, I, you deserve it. Have you ever seen this show? <laughs> From- we've, I, I don't, I'm not sure that we've ever talked about it or referred to it. Yeah. All right. So from CCW Cage of Death 5 suspended December 13th, 2003, uh, the, a date that I have tattooed on my chest. <laughs> <laughs> it's Jimmy Rave versus Trent Acid for the CCW Ironman Championship uh, in a, I guess, 20-minute Ironman match, which was sort of the semi-standard rule for Iron Man title matches. Yeah, they went for that period for about five, six months. Yeah. I like that. It was it was a good change from the, uh, like, the super, for it being basically the ultra-violent title or whatever, especially given that, like, what, you're going to have Zandig not be champion. Well, Zandig, sometimes it's slotted, champ. no, sometimes it's slotted into just a, uh, the secondary, it, like, sometimes it yeah. was the IC belt, kind of, right? Yeah. I mean, I feel like that there was, like, a, a whole run there where it's, like, uh, like Adam Flash has it or whatever. It's like Adam oh, yeah. Flash is never going to win the title. He would probably never fucking. Um... And he's never going to be in tournament death either. So it's like it's not the right. ultra violent. He was I, just... I think Adam Flash was in one tournament death. Actually, he might be. Well, he's if in, like, he was, that's one. like Ruckus being in it. Though. Right? Yeah, yeah. All right. Or Eddie Kingston, right? Um, yeah. So we've done now three matches from 
this show, uh, which is the the main event, of course, Cage of Death Five Suspended, which we did on the third episode, I think. Do you want to go for every participant? Yeah. No. No, I no, don't. No. No. It's twelve people. Fuck it, that. We're it, good. T- I th- you know, technically it's twelve. I think it's actually closer to like fifteen if you get into it. If you count Dewey. And Dewey. I do, and I and I do. He, he took a tremendous bump. It's he one of the craziest it. bumps of all time. We've talked about it on the show before. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then we also uh, did Joker and Chris Cash in the the uh, ultraviolet ladders match. Yeah, which is an incredible match too. Obviously, and we'll get back to Chris Cash one day. Um, and Joker. It is not you know, impossible <laughs> that we could discuss Ruckus versus Sanjay Dutt from this fucking show. I know, I know, I know. It's not. Imp- I'm saying. I'm not saying. I'm guaranteeing. Well, no, it. it's just, It's not impossible. Our it's our 500th episode. We just do a commentary of the show. Um, yeah. yeah. Old friend, Cage of Death Five. Uh, Jimmy comes out to Eye of the Tiger. Philly. Um, Philly Boy Roy. Yeah. Um, Johnny. That's what that movie's called, right? Yeah, it's called Philly Boy Roy. Yeah, that's for you, buddy. Uh, um, Johnny Cashmere. I guess Gargiulo leaves, and Johnny Cashmere somehow we. Well, Johnny Cashmere kind of bullies Gargiulo out, which yeah. is like it's Johnny Cashmere, buddy. I'm sure looks they had like a reason. One of those right? slow kids. Uh, <laughs> it looks like one of the slow kids. Oh, um, is that, I, I, is that I, the first I, episode? I was that from what? the was that was that quote from the first episode? Of no, the, that's of from the that's from KGF five. So that was the fourth or something, okay. right? It's yeah, the third, it's the third. Episode. I have t- I told you that I episode like, three of wrestling is gross. I told you that I like DM'd uh, Tara once. Like I was like, ah, Tara, I'm I'm sorry, but that's like I feel bad about this. It's like, well, it was it was the era, you know. You're just commenting on <laughs> said, and it's like okay, sure. but at that the was, same time, it's it's really funny. It was before we figured out where the line was. And yeah, how, and how far like, we could step over it. I don't, you know, I'm not trying to be problematic. No, we're just, just quoting the guy. We're just quoting just the guy. He just said the thing. That's what and he said. He wasn't wrong. Yeah, I've, I've repeated like some caricature things. Caricature of a man. I've repeated some things. Not have. There are certain things I won't. Developmental disability. Right. Sorry, I didn't mean to. <laughs> I, I knew where you're going, and I just felt like I was stunned. Uh, no, but I apologize. Um, I guess I, I, you know, I've repeated things uh, there's there's a line to that too though where like and i wanted to bring this up uh before we get to cage of the five <laughs> turned acid versus jimmy right um do you remember all right first of all do you remember sunday when john moxley wrestled homicide in the hammerstein ballroom in front of 2300 sold out uh very excited fans <laughs> <laughs> do you remember that that was a yeah days ago. i i i know that happened all right so do you remember um on the an old podcast I used to do years ago, many, many, many years ago. Oh, do you remember? You know I do, buddy. All right, <laughs> you don't have to get that excited. There's an uh, angle. <laughs> I, just, it's like, I was thinking about it, and then I was just yeah. You had human being going to bring this up, and I'm I'm, I'm glad you did. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So you have thought about this in the last like week or two, huh? Oh yeah, I couldn't okay, help I, it. I knew it. I knew it. Yeah, there's a part where um, there's a part on Evolve seven or eight. I forget who fucking yeah. cares. John Moxley gets stabbed. 2010. 2010. Yeah, yeah, 2010. Um, John Moxley gets stabbed a bunch with uh, a fork by a fork wielding homicide. Um, and at some point, John Moxley like got a microphone and he 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 says the n word. Uh, the line I will not say the n word. Don't say the n word. <laughs> no, I'm not going to say the n word. But he goes, "When I step in the booth, I speak the truth." And then he says it. Yeah, and then the clap is the n word. Um, yeah, and so. I don't think anybody else has ever seen that because I, I think you and I are the only people. Because when I asked Sam on the podcast, we don't know Evolve, um, 
if he it like I think he blocked it out and he and he says mm, maybe <laughs> <laughs> like he yeah maybe I heard that maybe I'm trying to forget it already. <laughs> um, anyways, they fought on Sunday in front of 2,300 sold out screaming fans in the Hammerstein Ballroom. Um, Brett is back. Uh, is he the referee in this match? No, he's not. <laughs> no, it's, it's Brian Logan. I guess Brett, I don't know when Brett Lauderdale becomes a referee in CCW. Like it's around this time. Is it, is it not? I yeah, I it, it feels was... later, maybe, but I don't know. Mm, we have to find out. Because, you know, that man is like 55 years old. He looks oh, like no. a child, but he's old as shit. Uh, well, great he super like kick. Benjamin Button. He's, he a, he's like... got, yeah, he's got the Benjamin Button thing. Where the, yeah, like the super kick's getting worse, but he's getting younger. Um, let's see here. I guess. All right. Yeah, Gargiulo is gone. Kashmir, a mere, mo- mere hours before he's going to be double stacked Death Valley drivered off the top of the cage <laughs> by Lobo with Dewey Donovan. Um, uh, Dewey's here with Trent um, also. And I guess. Obviously, every time. You know, the uh, high five ever Dewey, so silver pants Dewey. Yeah. Just worth oh, yeah. bringing up because it's such a funny thing to put Dewey Donovan in the silver tights that these two fuckers wear. Yeah, yeah. Tights I had... being, in a, uh, being a. Not, not tights. Baggy pants. Baggy, uh, like, uh, like parachute style, you know. Yeah. Like fucking. Uh, uh, They're hammer quick, pants. Or quick? Was it, was it quick pants? Was that the name of the brand, kind of? Um, they, they're, yeah, they're like, uh, you know, they got a bunch of fucking, uh, fucking rubber bands sticking out of them and shit, you know? <laughs> so, uh, alright, let's, let's cut to, let's get down to brass tacks. Let's right. watch the entire Trinacid entrance. Okay, listen to me. Right now. Do you know who the fuck I am? What kind of, of a question you, is that for first, you to ask I'm me? I'm saying, so did I. What are, I you, had, what are you talking I, about? I watched this, like, uh, like three hours ago, and of course I did. I'm like, ah, oh, shit, I should probably. No, fuck that. It's trend acid. Uh, well, first so of all, glorious. I don't usually skip entrances ever unless I'm in a hurry or if it's like a bad promotion that I'm like. Unless I, watching. yeah. But, well, I was kind of in a hurry, but I said no. No, fuck it's that for this. It is. I guess we've never really talked about trend acid on the show. We never really talked about trend acid as trend acid. When have we talked about him at all? Uh, the fucking cage of death five. Or... He's not in that match. Yeah, he's in that match. Is he really? Oh, I guess he is. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but that's not a that's not a turn match. match. Um, yeah, he kicks you and knocks off the thing. Of course he does. The the Yakuza kick and then, oh God, what a match that is. <laughs> it's a hell of a fucking thing. Oh, uh, episode three. Don't listen to it. Uh, the, that's, episode you know, that's the... four is tattered. That's true. Yes, it is episode three. Yeah. Yeah, the show gets good somewhere after that. I don't know. Um it's probably good then. I don't fucking know. It's just Who cares? My, it's my, it's my you know brainers. what it is? We're having a great time. I'll never listen to those again. Um, let's see here. The Backseat Boys. Um, one of the all-time great tag teams. Oh, the, yeah. Their run isn't as long as you would remember. That's how much impact they left. Because um, they're only a thing for like four years, maybe? Yeah. Something like that? Like if, about that. And then it's sort of like incomplete because of weird... like. Zandig bullshit and mm-hmm. like PWU and like the weird half push for Trent and Ring of Honor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So he, that's yeah. This this is this is I think peak backseat boys. Yeah, I think that's like undeniable. Um, they're in the high five at this point, which is H I dash V. Of course, high five. Yeah. Um, <laughs> still so funny. Yeah. Um, it was a good joke then. It's even even better joke now. Um, it's aged well. Yeah, 
the, the, the Co5 ID 19. Um, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm sorry about that one. Uh, <laughs> they are, uh, they're the, the, the shittiest fucking dirtbag scum sucking pieces of shit. Um, they're guys that like you went to high school with basically, right? Like you yeah. knew these exact fucking guys. Oh yeah. No, and like this is are... proper, like they're, they're like proper Philly trash, right? Yeah. I even, I think I've said it before, literally on the episode, it's the, ep- the first episode we ever did. Yeah. Uh, the, the Jun Kasai and Mondo versus Justice Payne in Kashmir. There's the interview. There's a, uh, trying to acid interviewing uh or translating for Jun Kasai in the uh in the limo. <laughs> right, right, right. And he just he sounds exactly like my uncle. He oh, exactly I'm gonna like find that uncle. audio. That's great. Um Yeah, God. They are just like truly the worst two guys that you could ever wish to meet. Um they're great wrestlers, obviously. Uh they're both like hot in the way that like a scumbag is hot, you know. They're bo- they both they look like legitimate boy band members, yeah. but like they're, they're but like shittier. The, well, yeah, they're like the guys who ain't gonna make it. You know, yeah. they're, they're the ones who aren't gonna make the boy band. Absolutely, they they didn't they didn't come up through the Mickey Mouse Club. You know, yeah, they came up through the uh the 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 Rocky Club. You know, they're these are like these are like shitty fucking philly guys and i i I didn't realize when i was like 14 what it was about these guys because i'd never known anybody like them yeah but then you grow up and you like meet dudes that act like this (laughs) and i you know i've never really gone back and watched a whole lot of czw from this era which was like my favorite promotion this and iwa and oh two oh three this this is my everything everything Mm -hmm. you know absolutely um and i i i fucking i love these guys i didn't know why and then i Years later, now I realize it's because they're uh, being themselves. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's just a type of guy, and they they found each other, and Zandig was like, "All right, I could I could do something with you two little weirdos." Yeah, <laughs> you guys are fucking annoying. <laughs> um, so the trashiest hose ever stuffed dollars in his pants while the very long Giorgio Moroder song plays. Let it be said, though, you know who loved Trent Acid. Mm. The black fans. Mm, sure, yeah. That is somehow all the black women here loving this man. Yeah, yeah. It's the hair, probably. I don't know. He's 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 got a vibe to him. He's got the coat. Yeah. Hilarious he, coat. He's awesome. He's so fucking awesome. Uh, I love Cashmere too, but Acid was obviously uh, just a cut above, right? Yeah. Um, I don't think mo- I think most people would agree with that. I don't know. Well, Trent felt like a guy who had uh, the ability to be like a, like a star outside of this. Kashmir didn't, but Kashmir was like a great glue guy. Yeah, yeah, sure. And they're and an incredible tag team. And then, you know, Kashmir as the guy, uh, the shitty guy with the baseball bat running around. The, and... the baseball-wielding psycho. Yeah, great but like shit. As, a, as a manager, too, like, because there's, there's periods where he's hurt, maybe. I don't know. He, yeah. he, gets, a, he gets to do a lot of character stuff, and, and a lot of it is propelling acids you know character even higher it's they're they're the best they're the fucking best the backseat boys are the fucking best um the crowd is massive this is like one of the biggest crowds ccw ever drew to this building yeah um it, i i feel like i remember people saying it was like a thousand people but i don't think that's true i don't think that's i don't know if you can can you get a thousand in the viking oh, hall no absolutely yeah uh I, the idea that 
Was Striga got it? Was, yeah, uh, I'm on. I'm on Striga's website. I'll check. Say it's like it's a legit 1100. I yeah. don't think that's crazy. I don't think like much above that. It's but not much below. It says a thousand on 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 Striga's website. So um, I would buy eleven too. I, I, yeah. He, that's like an extremely minor version of truthing a WrestleMania three, but it's not wrong <laughs> that it's like that. Like, I feel like if there's ever been an indie show where people have given a shit about uh, the exact figure of people there, it is actually cage at five. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm down with that. God, what a card. I'm looking at it now. I'm just thinking about Trinity <laughs> Five. I'm just thinking about this show again. It's so it's great. Uh, Shun the Kabuki Kid versus GQ versus Christian Wolf versus Rick Feinberg. <laughs> that sounds fucking great. It's probably really good. Six minutes. That's how you do it. Um, Alex Shelley versus B Boy and Chris Hero through elimination match. Man, yeah, Sanjay and Ruckus, Joker and Chris Cash, Cage Death. Man, God, this was the tape. I've I've told this story oh, yeah. multiple times. But this was the fucking tape for us. We did a show on a Friday afternoon uh, after school. We all we did like a 5 p.m. show, um, and the mail would run late. And we got the tape. I like I remember me and somebody like walked down because mail, the mailbox was at the end of the fucking road because we were off. It's a whole thing. Um, and the tape was there, and we were about to start the show, and we were all like, "Hey, hey, calm it down. I'm trying." Trying to tell a story about when I was a kid. This is a story that Jack could tell his children. You could, yeah, yeah. Hey, either come on the podcast or get the hell out of here. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> um, so we we wrestled Does this. Emily listen to this? I don't know. <laughs> I don't think so. Not anymore. Anyway, um, I. Oh, he's doing the ABCs. Um, okay, that's great. Yeah, it's not. <laughs> I'm going gonna, gonna, to cut all of this. Um, no, uh, we got the tape, and we were all excited for the tape. We had a, we had a really good show, because we knew as soon as the, the show was over, we were going to go in and watch this tape, and we did. And Wow, I'm cutting all of this. <laughs> and it was, we're doing great. It was a great time. Um, so this show um, is so important to me. And Trent Acid is just like there's old dirty bitches shoving dollars way down his pants way down like past his nuts like they're shoving like they like they are like cupping his balls like like old nasty women okay (laughs) no no yeah these are uh i mean that's not no offense there's a reason there's a neighborhood in philly called fishtown buddy yeah Yeah, no offense to the nasty women who listen to the show, um, but I, I I was just shocked by how far that one shoved a dollar down her pants, down his pants. Oh yeah, no, that's um, great. He's like asking them for kisses. He's kissing like multiple people on the lips, and um, just this fucking guy's incredible. You know, they're, the dudes, they're dudes who just throw change at him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's great. That's he was, and he was. That's the, totally worth parring twenty cents. He, yeah, he was like a great heel who you know the the he would get massive boos, but it, it was just like a totally mixed reception, like where you could hear the two specific type of people who were who cheered him the most and hated him the most. Hang on. Yeah, he's just an incredible guy. It's crazy. He's the best. He's such a, He's just. He is the. He is the perfect, two thousands version of a Sean. 
Right, it's right. Not fucking Adam Absolutely. Cole. It never, and none that's even a shot at Adam Cole. He's just not Trent Nasty. He never could be. There's only one of this guy. Yeah, and also and he, dead, you know, fucking really young, 29, I think. Yeah. Um, and I don't, I don't, you know, I don't know what Trent Nasty was really doing towards the end of the career there. Um, he had made his return to CZW at the end of 2009. Okay. Um, but I don't remember if he, last time he worked for, I think it was in March and he dies in July. Oh yeah. Don't quote Drake, me on Drake Younger versus Trinacid. Oh yeah. Cool. I don't know. I've, you know, I've never seen that. I'd love to. <laughs> we gotta, we're going to have to, uh, rehabilitate Drake, but I don't mean like just, we say he's good a lot. I mean, we have to like deprogram. We have him. to get him. We have to kidnap him. Yeah. We got to kidnap <laughs> his ass. <laughs> got to Patty Hurst him. Basement, smack his ass up a bit and then be like, yo. Smack his ass, or get, or get ass him, get face. him hooked on smack. Smack that ass up. Okay, okay. Bradshaw um, that ass. Yeah, that's that's the act of getting someone hooked on smack. Oh, um, yeah. All right, and so well, he was champion of SmackDown. That's right. That's right. Um, they are. Um, here's the deal: is Trinacid is uh, a, a massive superstar. He's magnetic. Everybody in the building has a strong opinion about him, one way or another. Um, Jimmy Rave, what's he going to do? Out-wrestle him? Like, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Kashmir says on commentary that Jimmy Rave's got a flight from Georgia. So Zandig dishing out for the plane. Pretty good. Yeah. Um, Jimmy, uh, Kashmir also says Jimmy has scabies or ringworms and got him sick with his grappling, um, which is pretty funny because that is the thing that happens with uh, people who do a lot of grappling. <laughs> they get yeah. fucking... <laughs> They get uh, uh, like uh, staff infections and shit, um, but you know. And my favorite Cashmere line is him is early, is early because uh, Trent is like posing and like trying to slow the match down and stall uh, Jimmy out. You know, because obviously an Ironman match, the more time it takes off the clock, the better. And he says, and he says to House, "You got to do that to impress the ladies. I know all about that." Uh, yeah, <laughs> See, that's a, that's a, that's the stuff. That's the kind of line that like. I I don't know. He's not a good commentator. Not really. Oh no, but it's very funny. But the, and not the, even just because we know he's uh because he's uh fucking gay. It's just like it's funny that that line is it's, Johnny Cashmere gay. Johnny Cashmere is gay. Yeah, I did not know that. It came out like ten years ago, something like that. Wow. I not as he didn't come out when he was actively wrestling. Sure, sure. Time. Yeah, that's fucking badass. Um, I. I I, I guess, yeah. He should sure. be the commissioner of uh, of Effie's Big, Big, Big Gay Brunch. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. Um, and he's, he's or sti- just or just CZW. He's sti- well, he's still got a baseball bat. No, fuck that. Don't make him do that. No, I'm <laughs> let him be on a let him be on a thing that people actually watch, which is Effie's Big Gay Brunch. Well, um, the most the hottest ticket in town. CW. Yeah, sure Don't you worry, will. Buddy. Enjoy yeah, enjoy uh, <laughs> your yay high main events and nothing else. Um, I'll bring something else. I got a I got a note here that just says you could get killed walking your doggy. I watched Heat last week, but I don't know why I said that there. Um, <laughs> there uh, South Philly, buddy. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, I, I've been Swanson and Rittner's not that area. You've been there too. It's not. Yeah, but I was a kid. I don't. I, I don't. I don't know. You don't have a perception of that. No, I was there two years ago. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah, there's a lot. It's like, I mean, if my dad had sold fruit there, I wouldn't say I wouldn't like brag about it, like. <laughs> or brag but like it'd be like more than like yeah west philly that's harder north philly very hard sure sure we, philly 
I don't even think they have fruit there. They're it has been a while since we talked about the neighborhoods of Philadelphia, <laughs> which is no, a thing that yeah. happens in like the the suburb areas. Like we, I don't know. We we it's because various... Holzerman blocked me, so I don't see his Aww. post anymore. <laughs> that various central Jersey, South Jersey uh, towns, um, you know. Yeah, you know, up Mantua and so yeah. forth. Yeah, um, I, I I think you know this is why we got to do the Devin Moore episode. Oh, absolutely. Um, yeah, so they're about to start the match, and we're about to start talking about it. Uh, but I keep pulling dollar dollar bills from my pants. No, that's Trent Acid's doing that, not me. Um, well, he, look at Brian Logan. He's trying to steal Trent Acid's money. Great right line from Cashmere. He's so he's he digs really far down his pants. I mean, we know that there's stuff down there because we saw it get put there. Um, and then he does the slow tease, taking off the jacket. Like it's so fucking funny. Yeah, the, the young bucks should watch this. Or the young bucks ha- like watch this shit, and they wish so badly that they could be him. You know, they do and they don't because they. I think they look at this and think, well, he's great, but he's also like immoral, and we're like upstanding <laughs> men or something. Because they're, they're are they Christian? Is that the deal? Oh yeah, they're very Christian. Okay, yeah, that's fun. This guy definitely he never he never met a nun he didn't want to fuck. Um, yeah. This is the twenty minute Iron Man thing, right? Uh, and I was I was thinking, uh, yeah, I wrote it down. Trent uh, luckily avoided the cage of death later, if I remember this right, uh, so he doesn't have to take three scaffold bumps like everybody else in high five. And then later on, I hear Cashmere say that like he has to wrestle in that match too. Um, Weirdly, doesn't bring up that Zandig somehow avoided booking himself to defend the world title, but who the <laughs> hell would he have defended it against? Rebel or something? They're not going to give a shit. That'd be great. A fair. Uh, so it's, wait, it's Zandig's, fair... Zandig's the CCW world champion at this point? Yeah, he takes it off a of fucking Messiah in Italy. Oh, of, of course October. he does. <laughs> of course he does. Um, yeah. Do this for my people. I, I already said it, you know, I, we've been talking about it for a hundred fucking days now, but uh, Trinacid. It's just like the presence, uh, the healing, the stooging, the bumping around. Like he plays to the fucking cheap seats while he's also doing like he's nailing the little things too. Um, it's it, it, watching him as the uh, you know Jimmy's sort of the canvas. Yeah, we'll, we'll talk about this more in every one of these matches, really. But um, Jimmy in this match and the AJ match and the Nigel match. And the punk match, really. Um, the, he's really just there to make sure the other guy looks incredible. Um, and that's not like that's not to say he doesn't do a whole lot of stuff himself. He really does. Um, but I feel like since he he's a little bit drier here, it's not like I guess the Nigel match is the one where it's really split down the middle. Um, and I guess the punk match is different too. We'll get to it. Um, yeah. But he's 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 got a. He's got a way of uh, letting... He's a very white meat baby face. Yeah, uh, yes. I guess he's a baby face. That's what it is, really, too. Is he... He can't... Like, he's not gonna have more... There's no way to have more charisma than Trin Acid, you know? Yeah. There, he's not well, really a character. Over, there, it's, it's, there's no way to have more connection to this audience than Trin Acid. Yeah. But he's getting cheers. He's yeah. Not, he is an over baby face. He's yeah. Like, definitely an over baby face. <laughs> I, I said here that um, I, I couldn't remember what, uh, which horrifying bump Trinacid takes in the main event, um, but I, I said I was going to watch that match after this one, so I'm not so depressed anymore because I'm here watching two watching matches between two dead men that I loved deeply. Yeah. Um, there's a they do all right, so they do high speed cruiserweight sequence stuff. You know, um, Trent goes under the ring, sneaks out another side, attacks from behind. Um, 
he grabs a chair, Sabu's, you know, throws it at Jimmy Reeves' face, and then he mimes jacking off on him. Like, <laughs> it's just incredible. Kashmir says, uh, uh, what, Trent can't, can't use a chair, but Jimmy Rave could go in there and use all them arm drags? Yeah. <laughs> Which is... <laughs> so fucking funny because i guess you know uh they say you know i guess the referee uh condemns the chair shot um and he says god it's so fucking <laughs> and you don't you know cashmere has the the philly accent so he does say uh nem arm drags uh come on trent this is your home yeah <laughs> no the, arm drags you smack know, the water yeah. right off his hair <laughs> Trent, y'all, yeah, well, y'all lose, y'all, y'all, y'all lose Jimmy Raven tonight. Trent, um, Trent does a, a insane sloppy as hell aside moonsault that just basically kicks Jimmy in the face. In the face. <laughs> yeah, he eats some shit on it, but it's a, it's a kick. That to was the how side his, kick to the face. His moonsaults often looked like that. He was definitely a crooked moonsault guy. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Well, so. There's a back body drop. All right, this is another. Uh, this is going to be a lot of Trent talk, but because this is a Trent match first and foremost, he does a back body drop, um, and Jimmy goes way up, and Trent drops to his knees and does like a flex before Jimmy's even landed for the bump. <laughs> like it's just like the most, just the shit shithead, fucking shithead. He's a shithead. Um, all the while, Jimmy is like selling. Uh, like a man overwhelmed by the just the sheer character of his opponent, on, on of an opponent on a home turf, you know. Yeah. Um. And God, I don't know. He's just got so many, so many like fun moves. Trinasa does twisting tumble lead leg drop. Um. He's and then you know he's doing he does he's got a good punch, and then yeah. he he puts his dick in Jimmy's face again. Um. Then he he like runs a treadmill on his back kind of thing. Yeah, Dewey's there. He's choking Jimmy, um, and you know, all the while Trent is just like gyrating his hips and <laughs> you know, like like rubbing his. I don't know. <laughs> you know, it's just crazy. It's crazy how how much he had this character down. And Rave is great with the. He's got a super hot comeback. Um, this overhead belly to belly. That looks oh yeah, great. And then uh, the Ataka Michinoku no hands springboard body press to the floor. You know, um, the classic. And then and then Garjula comes back and Kashmir gives him a bunch of shit before leave before leaving himself. <laughs> um, yeah, so th- th- this is I I don't like that this is a uh, an Iron Man match. I feel like I, it goes fine. I, like, it didn't need to be an Iron Man match for the way it's worked. Yeah, yeah. There's better. They did. They would do this. They had done this better before, but it plays into the weird Iron Man freeway for the be- the uh, vacated belt in September, I think, okay. with uh, them and Gage, which also didn't need to be an Iron Man, but it's a fun match. Yeah, that sounds cool. Uh, I like when I like when Gage would interact with uh, one of the backseat boys. Yeah, um, yeah it's with just twenty minutes. Like a, this is a title match on a on a big show. I, I assume that one fall might not even happen in 20 minutes, right? No, yeah. Like, that just seems kind of strange to me. Um, but, you know, whatever. They go one-to-one, and I I don't I, I guess they they stumble through a couple messy spots here and there, and it, it does... The back half of this gets a little bit messy, a little tricky. Um, the dust still dawns to get the... Uh, for Jimmy, it looks great, though. It yeah, what's that great. move? The dust still dawn, the satellite head scissors. 
Oh, oh, that's his La, La Mystica, right? Yeah, which he was um, doing before Mystico, of course. Yeah, right, right, right. Uh, and then let's see here. They uh, there's a line where Gargiulo says he's tired of Trinacid getting by on draws, and House says that's the rules, Eric. And he's got a point. Um, yeah. Jimmy calls Trin a pussy um, after the, uh, the 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 twenty minute draw happens, and. Um, and he demands five more minutes. And what's Brian Logan? Yeah, Brian Logan. Um, he gets on the microphone, and he's really fucking aggressive. <laughs> oh, yeah. He's the one getting over here. It's, In fact, I'm pretty sure Trent Acid says, I'm tired of this referee trying to get over on me. All right. Didn't need to say it that way, but, you know. Or maybe Hal says it for him. Someone sure. Like that. Well, it's very strange, and uh, Trent Acid should have kicked his ass. <laughs> um, but, yeah. Yeah, I don't see Zandig around, you know? That's all. The, that's the only thing I know. I don't see Zandig around, so like Brian Logan, I have invested in you the power of the night. Right. I don't know. Well, no, Zandig's so busy because he's uh, he's welding. <laughs> he's welding the he's scaffold. He's counting so. the tacks. <laughs> yeah, he's counting all the. Yeah, he's counting the tacks. Oh yeah. He's just throwing Ian Knox a, a sack attack. Yeah. Count these for me. Yeah, yeah. The shit to God. count. Fuck. Somebody, the fucking count. I had to count thousands of bolts at Caterpillar oh, when I worked there. Um, horrific. At, at times. On, 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 on the good days, that's what I did. <laughs> um, they get, we get some hubbub with like a long count-out threat. Because uh, Trent's like leaving and refusing. And he uh, sneaks around the building, I guess. He like sneaks out. I, I, I don't think there's a way that he could have gotten to the other side of the building without, you know, either going through the crowd... Or exiting the building and running around it. Because <laughs> he comes in through, like, the front door. Um, and he tries a schoolboy. And then they do some Malenko Guerrero stuff. And it's fine. And then it keeps going. And then it finally ends. Um, Rave hits the the running knee. Like in good the, knee. Good yeah, it's knee. great. It's got a, such a good knee. It does a good one in the Nigel match, too, I think. Um, it's, you know, the crowd explodes. It is awesome. This one is some clear, like, you know, early 2000s indie bullshit kind of hurting the match a little bit. Yeah. The the attempt to build more drama through the use of shenanigans doesn't always, you know. No. But it's good. And Jimmy Rave wins the title. And, uh, and, and Trin Acid's amazing. And, but this is, an episode of, this is not an episode about Trin Acid, as much as it might seem like one. <laughs> From May 14th, 2005, Ring of Honor. We've already talked about the crown jewel of the embassy run before, because we talked about the match that happened the week before, but here we are in Chicago Ridge, Illinois instead, and it's a cage match. CM Punk versus Jimmy Rave. You know, when we talked about that match, CM Punk was not an active wrestler. <laughs> no, he wasn't. Yeah, that's that's really strange. It's really strange to think about what, you know, how much has changed in the 10 months or whatever. Yeah. Um, Other guy's dead. Yeah, a lot does change, doesn't it? Jesus Christ. It's sad, man. It's, yeah. But, you know, Punk's looking good. He is, Phil's he looking is. looking good. Yeah, I'm, Phil. I've been really happy with CM Punk lately, um, although the... The MGF feud is just a way to kill any fucking guy's momentum, to be honest. Oh, uh, this seems it seems interminable. 
that's also the issue. Yeah. Because it's it, what they're going to pay it off in like the first weekend of March or something. Oh they yeah. I guess it's got to go that long. Oh yeah, God. Man, I didn't even think about that. No, it, that's miserable. That. It, I I no. I don't have time for that. Well, hopefully no. Hopefully they do a gimmick match in March, and they 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 at least they get in the ring together sometime. Anyway, yeah. it doesn't matter. Uh, MJF is boring. Um, they chant "Die, rave, die." Little did they know, huh? Um, mm. pretty impressive to get that much heat. <laughs> well, I mean, it's often said by the people in our circle, but it's it's fucking true. Jimmy Rave is easily the most overheel that Ring of Honor had to this point, and he might be the most overheel they would have until maybe Adam Cole in the Kingdom. Probably even more over because people actually gave a shit about Ring of Honor in two thousand five, and not. And less so in 2013, 2014. Is Kingdom Adam Cole not already getting, like, baby fucking or whatever yelled? Like, people liked him. They they liked him, but they... Uh, he was a cool heel. Jimmy Rave is not a cool heel. That's no, the thing about... he's, he's anti-cool heel. He is not... Yeah. He doesn't give a shit about being a cool heel. Yeah, it's fucking incredible. Um, it is uh, a loud fucking crowd... Uh, what a well-miked show they put on. I wonder why they were so good at this. Like, you know, you look at the fucking GCW show that just happened, and every GCW show, but the fu- I thought for sure you're going to have, like, good sound mixing for the Hammerstein Ballroom. Right, Brett? Right? That's a show, yeah, that's not a venue that you that people have never run before, which I can see being an issue, maybe. I can also see it being a, a, a loud play. I mean, I don't know. I... I I feel like one night stand sounds amazing or whatever. And I know that's that's a different, you know, ballpark of like, you know, production value or whatever, but still, I think, I feel like that's a good building for acoustics. That's also 17 years later in the advance of technology. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's fucking, yeah. Yes. You're right. Um, it sucks. Brett. I don't want to be the person who talks (laughs) about Kevin Gill paying to get on the shows, but if that man's paying to get on the shows, I don't know. At least like, I don't know who else is getting. What do you know. mean? What do you mean? What, what are you talking about? This is a thing that people say that Kevin Gill pays to be a commentator on uh, GCW. Okay. I don't know. I don't give a shit if it's true. I mean, the point is, that sounds like a, uh, you know, like a, an investor, like a co-owner, which I'm pretty sure that's kind of what he is. Yeah. At this point, I'm pretty sure he's got a lot of money in that operation. That, I don't think those people understand how businesses work. No, I don't. Yeah, <laughs> Kevin Gill is like one of the head creative and like, like he's he's people. Are, that's ridiculous. Um, I haven't yeah, heard that. that. I, also, I just want to say like the Stop concept of equity within G- Game Changer Wrestling. Like who, who gives a shit? Kevin, Kevin Gill's – he's got decisions. Well, he's got oh, pulled. So stupid. I don't want to talk about this. Um, you know what I do want to but, talk about? <laughs> but I, but I, I just want to say Kevin, Kevin Gill has been in wrestling for a long time. He's yeah. got a lot of rich friends. He's like – he's a guy whether you want him to be or not. He just fucking is. So fucking get over it. Do you want to talk about a worse than a commentator? Oh, Ga- uh, Gabe Sapolsky? Gabe. <laughs> he's so fucking funny. Um, God, punk is going to kill you chant, which is like, I never got the sense that punk was going to kill anyone. No, especially like little baby face punk. He's, yeah. He's not the gonna kill you type. I mean, you know, he's going to, I don't know. He'll embarrass you. He'll make you look like a dick. He'll yeah. make you look like an asshole. He'll show gonna... that he's a, like a great, a better wrestler, a bigger star or whatever. Like he's, that's what he is. Um, he just, you know, that's what he does, but he doesn't kill people. <laughs> it's not Samoa yeah. Joe in there. Um, so Rave immediately tries uh, 
to escape the cage. Of course, this is the rematch, or the rematch from the week before the dog collar match, which is, has a brutal beatdown at the end. Jimmy Rave, uh, I believe, four uh, chair shots. Yeah. Uh, to Punk. So, I, you know, whatever. Maybe there's like a big promo after this. I think there is, actually, because Punk cuts a promo after that match, I think. Um, but yeah, it's uh, a blood feud. It's a cage yeah. match. You know, whatever. It's what it's supposed to be. Um, but I, again, Punk is going to kill you. It's gonna, it's, that's a weird one. Now, die, die, rave, die. Which, why die, rave? I'm, I, now I'm getting all hung up on these chants. Why is it die, rave, die, not die, Jimmy, die? Which makes a lot more sense as like a... It's better sy- I don't know. Sy- syllabically. <laughs> I mean, they always lo- like kill steam kill and shit. Like, that somehow the free syllable chant uh, goes over in Ring of Honor well. Well, I think it but stinks. I-, <laughs> I think it sucks ass. Um, it's not as bad as you're going to get your fucking head kicked in. Clap, 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 clap. I fucking hate that so much. Well, we're going to hear that too from a guy yeah. who doesn't do. For a guy who doesn't do kicks, so. Right. Anyway, right. Um, so there's a the sound is good as mentioned, but the framing of the hard cam is so fucking bad. <laughs> there's always like wide shots. Of, oh where, yeah. Like one of the guy is half in the frame, and the hard cam operator doesn't even notice or try to like track the guys. It's remarkable. <laughs> um, and we get um. Punk takes a ton of the first part of this match, maybe all of it. Um, I, I wrote down here, isn't it weird that CM Punk went and, like, he, he like, did MMA and he was, like, on pay-per-view and shit? Remember that yeah. happened? Yeah. That was weird. <laughs> that was really strange when he did that. Um, Jimmy gets busted open almost immediately and does, a, like, an incredible where am I, what is happening, stumble around cell, and Punk sends him into the cage over and over. Um, and Rave like sells it so well he's got like a he's like part terry funk you know yeah um part sean michaels he's like flopping around like sean um and then and drunkenly falling over like terry um i i i get this i get the sense also watching the, all these matches in a row uh that jimmy rave uh big sean michaels fan the, the way that he bumps the way that he moves the super I, yeah kick, i can see know? that yeah, I, I, I feel like the, and you know, like a lot of wrestlers of, of that age, you know, um, that kid's, you know, 15 years old when the boyhood dream comes true, you know, right? Like, yeah. That, I think that would track for his age. Let alone the fact that you, he inevitably wrestled a bunch of people who were trained by Sean. So it's like, all right, fuck it. Sure. Like, sure. Hey, that might make you feel like I want to out Sean these guys. Like Brian Danielson ain't sh- out Sean in anybody. He's not Sean. Yeah, yeah. So you wrestle him or London and you're like, or Kendrick, and you're like, well, you know, TNT, a lot of people. It was such a big deal, like, all those guys to go through the Sean school, like, I don't know, I I mean, I was was seven, but fucking, when the boyhood dream came true at WrestleMania 12, like, I, he was my favorite wrestler all of a sudden, you know, and it it worked, he was the guy. Um, So I imagine a lot of these guys from this era, who were, you know, came up around that time, probably felt the same way. Um, He, um... Yeah, but also he kind of falls around like like fuck. Oh yeah. Um, there's uh, it's like ten minutes of this punk just like grinding his face in the cage, slapping him, like drop kicking him on the ground. Um, and then punk threatens to just walk out and leave, you know, Bruno San Martino style, which is how this match probably should have ended. Um, and uh, but he just asks for a chair instead, and he fucks around a little bit, and then. 
Prince Nana, who is there, um, and boy is he here. Boy, is he here for this one? He's a little. He might be a little, but I think I actually liked him more than the last here than I, the last time. I also like Punk more than this. Felt like a one hundred percent, like a ninety percent Jimmy match uh, in terms of like who's who's really like the the better of the two. I thought it was more looked more even, but I still think that uh, that this is this is a rave masterpiece, and that Punk is just like filling in the blanks. Yeah, sure, sure. Um, I I guess. That, that's where the come the 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 turnaround happens, and we we get a uh, rave. Uh, rave gut, guts the chair after Nanafro's powder in uh, Punk's eyes. Yeah, yeah, um, and sort of diving chair shot like HBK esque almost. Um, I th- was under the impression that this was escape only for a little while. No, it's pinfall submission, right. and, but and unlike any other. ROH cage match was just kind of the way they put it. it there are escape rules because, uh, as Gabe put it, none as high priced lawyers ensured that they would have escape rules. <laughs> that was a terrible game. But let's yeah, go. We, we'll have, you'll get another chance to do it in a minute. Um, it's, Jimmy's got great punches. Um, it's like incredible, you know, classic pro oh, wrestling yeah. punches, measured and precise, but aggressive. Um, Punk is bleeding now, too. He gets his face... Oh, my God. Can you hear that? Yeah, so Punk is bleeding and gets his face scraped on the cage, which is a great spot for a guy who does big faces as well as Punk. Like, he's... Yeah. He does, you know, he's a very animated sort of guy. Um, and he also just kind of has a big face. You know, like his oh, face... Oh, he does. It's, it's like, like it's on, his, he's got more face on his head than other people have. Yeah. You know? Um... Jimmy uh, holds Punk against the cage down on the apron, and Nana reaches and grabs Punk's, grabs Punk's hair and pulls it from the other side of the cage, <laughs> which yeah. I've never seen that before. It's, it, it looks like it fucking hurts, too, because he's really yanking yeah. on it. Um, and then they both stand on the top rope, hanging on the cage. Jimmy goes for the Russian leg sweep off the top, but Punk hangs on the cage, um, uh, which I guess... What, then they do a double crotch, right? I, yeah. I think that's, like, the funniest... You kind of have to do that spot. Like, if you're doing a cage match, I think you have to do the we both fall on our nuts at the same time spot. Because <laughs> there's only, you know, how many cage matches are you going to get to have? You know what I mean? Yeah. you got to do it. It's such a funny spot. How many opportunities are you going to have for two wrestlers to be on top rope at the same time? Well, that's what I mean. It has to be a cage like match. That. Yeah. Um, and it has to be, you know... a cage that they could actually hang on to because sometimes that you know it's not gonna work like that um and uh rave has the crossbow cross face chain choke now what is that what's it's no it's a shoelace it's a shoelace shoelace yeah yeah. um which is really cool Um, looks gross looks really gnarly that's when i realized that they could have submissions in this match um thanks gabe for your very clear rules and (laughs) and uh explaining them so well yeah um, and then Punk uh, escapes that, and he just kicks the shit out of Jimmy Rave for like a couple minutes. He gets a bunch of crossface shots, and I think Punk should show Hook how to throw a fucking crossface. Um, and he hits his Shining Wizard, which is the best. And then Sue Young, no, Jade Chung gets. Jade Chung. I have Sue Young written here. <laughs> Sorry, Jade Chung. I wrote it down right down here. Um, 
she somehow gets in the cage. I guess she came through the door. I don't know. Um, she slaps Punk. Punk yanks her over by the hair, threatens to sock her, give her one, to the moon. Um, yeah. And then Rave comes in and accidentally spears her, uh, which is, you know, you can't have the... I mean, I say you can't have the baby face punch a woman, but it's Gabe, so. <laughs> yeah, it's, it, 2005 was a different time. Yeah, when Gabe is a different boy. Um, punk, yeah, Punk goes for a schoolboy, which is it's a classic cage match move. <laughs> um, we all know that that's, that's a movie you do in a cage match. Uh, and then Rave hits the Rave Clash, and uh, Nana carries Jade out. And just drops her like lifeless body on the floor, which is <laughs> really great. And then Dave uh, Prezak no, just... says Nana has no respect for women. Dave well, Prezak sitting too, but next to buddy, yeah, right? Um, and they get up on the top. They threaten a top rope rave clash. They're both standing on the top rope. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. Uh, or well, one of them is hanging upside down actually. Uh, rave hits a, a great flying knee off the top. Which is like super fucking. It just he just oh, yeah. nails him. I guess that's the other knee I was thinking about, because the knee in the Nigel matches Nigel doing the knee. Um, maybe I don't know. We'll get there. Um, they there's a few of these things here where it's like uh, they're going for the the you know the top rope rave clash and then Punk escapes and he hits the knee like where they've you know, the the Russian leg sweep where they just cross each other. There's a lot of uh, great teased teased spots mm-hmm. in this match that like then go logically in another direction that you might not have expected. And I think that's a, that's a lot of Jimmy, um, uh, you know, puzzle building. Yeah. That's kind of the stuff that he was so good at was looking at, um, you know, all right, we'll do a superplex here. And it's like, yeah, but how about like we get there from a different, you know, from a different direction than one normally would, you know, like he's so good at just finding ways to make, to, to subvert, um, you know, your regular fucking top rope rave clash, you know, whatever. Um, I just, I I think it's, it's a a lot of business around adding little things, little details Uh, to, and then teasing things out maybe a little longer than other people do. Um, having the patience to do that. And, you know, also Gabe giving them the platform where they can have a long match. And, you know, Jimmy Rave had no shortage of long matches. He had plenty of them. Um, and he got to do stuff like that, where he got to really sink his teeth into different ways to... Come on, kid. Oh, boy. Different ways to... Uh, different angles to approach normal shit from. Um, sorry, rambling. Um, oh, my God. <laughs> I'm gonna just put this is gonna be a good one to edit. So there's a lot of uh trying to escape the door, escape through the door. Yeah. Um Nana's out there to fuck with punk, or he's like pulling jimmy there's like some tug of war stuff i don't really understand why punk wants to just leave at this point i thought the this was a cage match so that's kind of goofy yeah um that there's that and then there's the the schoolboy, which we're both just like this is a cage match you're the baby face you're they were chanting punk's gonna kill you you shouldn't be like just trying to win you yeah to you, you could to beat this fucking guy's ass if he would have walked out like bruno um at like at, at the when he goes and asks for the chair earlier in the match. Yeah. Um, 
that would have been i mean obviously that would have been half of a match we wouldn't we need the rest of the match obviously but that's a fine finish but the fact that he's like digging and clawing and trying to get out of the cage like that's always the problem with these escape cage matches not always but often the problem with the escape cage matches where it feels like the babyface doesn't why would it why would he want to leave yeah like you know there's no title on the line Different thing if a title match, but yeah, sure, uh, sure, yeah. I'm not not even considering, yeah, not even considering wins or losses, you know, or the pay window, uh, the kayfabe of the difference between a a W and and an L. Um, I I I think most importantly, you know, you beat the guy up. That's what you're there for. They're chanted. There, you're gonna kill him. (laughs) You gotta. You're trying to sneak out of the fucking cage now. Um, yeah, so that pisses me off. But then Punk has the shoelace, he chokes him out in the corner, he tells him he's gonna die. Like, there's, Punk is like half committing to the bit, right? Mm-hmm. Whereas, like you said, Jimmy's fully committed. Um, Nana gets in the ring, uh, takes his shirt off. Uh, which I was like, whoa! Yeah. <laughs> Haven't seen that in a while. Um, takes a big bump into the cage, he absorbs a bunch of punches while, while Jimmy Rave tries to climb out, uh, sneak, sneak out of the other side of the cage. Um, and then they end up on the absolute top of the cage. The hard cam operator has... Oh, there is the, uh, the Jimmy, uh, goes for the spear on Punk, almost hits Nana, but slows himself before, so he doesn't repeat the Jade chunk, but, and then, uh, Punk hits the step up in Zagiri on, uh, Nana, which is probably the best orchestrated, like, kind of spot like that in the okay. match. Yeah, I, I just want to look good. Okay. Um, yeah. Well, Nana's, you know, Nana's, uh, really important i think for for this high high level jimmy stuff here i mean obviously the the gimmick is part of it he has to be you know yeah. it's 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 all working together and it's, you know it's one of the things about 2005 2006 ring of honor is you know these factions and these interesting pairings and gabe was fucking on fire you know yeah. um and so gives Jimmy a lot of options. It gives him a lot of different things that he can play around with in a match like this. Um, having Jade there too, obviously the, the way that you can, you can run that spot back and, and subvert it, you know, like you said. Yeah. Um, yeah. He can, he, he can, he can make sure he doesn't, he hit the spear on like the guy paying him as opposed to <laughs> sure. his fellow employee. <laughs> sure. And in, in a character sense, it also makes sense. Fuck that bitch, but I'm not going to hit my boss. <laughs> you know, like that's the, that's the thinking there. And I, you know, I say that the same way that they would have, of course, I love uh, Jade Chung. <laughs> I had to scroll up to find her name. Um, but all right. So they end up on the absolute top of the cage. The hard cam operator is zoomed out and barely capturing it. <laughs> Yeah. Um, it's really irritating. Um, they somehow, and it, it's fucking scary, them up there. Um, they somehow get all four feet up on the bar, and Punk hits a fucking picture-perfect superplex off the top of the cage. I believe Gabe even says, I think that's the first time anybody's ever done it off the absolute top of the cage. That's my, that was my <laughs> exciting yeah. Gabe. <laughs> Can you believe they're on top of the cage, Dave? Top of the cage. <laughs> I don't know. We, we'll, it's crazy. We, we gotta workshop this. We'll just do like a whole episode like the e1 joe biden (laughs) it's just us doing gabe um he is a joe biden figure in a lot of ways absolutely yeah we did it gabe um yeah superplex off the top of the cage it's fucking crazy and then the thing is that finishes the match and you know what that would finish it would have gotten a fucking two or even a one now i was so happy that that was the finish because it looks fucking awesome superplexes are 
Yeah, it's it's a perfect finish. I always, you know, you you can do an escape the cage, but if the baby face es- escaping the cage is like whack compared to baby face winning via pin or submission. Oh that's god, I, cool. well, so I again, I wasn't even thinking about the the fact that it's a pin. I'm thinking about the fact that it's the finish. But also, yeah, because if you replace this with Punk like clawing his way out of the cage and it takes 30 more seconds, you kill that pop. You oh, kill yeah. that fucking pop that comes with a three count. Yeah. Yeah, great match. Um, CM Punk is a great wrestler, turns out. Um, <laughs> all right. You want to take a little break? I, mean, I know we've got – I have three edit points right now, but – It's fine. I need to put some clothes in the dryer and, I don't know, <laughs> treat myself to a little snack. <laughs> yeah. I can't get completely hammered at fucking 1.30. I can get a little hammered, though. Yeah. Like, just a little, you know, like, you know, like a lady hammer. Yeah. You ever just think that, you know, they have hammers in different sizes? Yeah. Like the, <clears throat> I'm not going to get, I'm not going to, I'm not over here getting ball peen hammered. That's what I'm saying. No. no. Uh, man, when I was, you know what, you what know kid. what ball peen. No, why? why? You know. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I, when I was a kid... I thought it was the funniest fucking thing in the world. What do you mean, ball peen hammer? It's a tremendous uh, word. Who it's did a tremendous that? Phrase. Who decided what they called a ball peen hammer, and and how much did they laugh after it worked? It's <laughs> like, all right, I agree. Yeah, yeah. So I'm gonna get, I'm getting normal hammered. No, I'm not even. I'm getting little. I'm getting little. I'm getting lily hammered. Welcome back to the show, everybody. <laughs> little Stevie in the hose. There we go. That's... I'm pretty sure. I think. Did you ever watch? Like... Nobody ever watched that show, right? No, I didn't watch that fucking show. I was reading about it a couple weeks ago. I, I was like, too. <laughs> I just on Wikipedia, and I'm like, this sounds so strange. Yeah. Also, I don't think the uh, Witsep would work that way. I don't no. think they send someone across the fucking ocean. Yeah. Yeah, it's man. Funny. I don't know. I I think if you're uh, cool enough, they do. <laughs> and that's what you want. And he gave up some really big names. Fucking yeah. half the East Street band's in for life now. <laughs> uh, Clarence Clemens yeah. was put to death. <laughs> Welcome back. You um, know, we have determined that your commitment to the underground garage is worth. <laughs> you ever listen to that show, Little Steven? A Stevens? little bit, yeah. Uh, I, I used to listen to it every Sunday when I delivered pizza like 10, 11 years ago. Well, fuck, 12 to 13. <laughs> 12 to 13 years ago. Um. I would listen to it every Sunday. It would play on, you know, a classic rock station or whatever. Yeah. God. 
I was obsessed with it. I thought it was so cool. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was cool that it existed, but I remember feeling like, I don't know what the fuck the, the deal with these songs are. I would have been like 23 years old, which is like yeah. a, you know, it's like pre-Twitter. Mm-hmm. So I hadn't like really found uh, out about being like not into really lame shit yet. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Um, yeah. So What's lame? What's little, lame? Little Steven's Underground Garage. I don't think, I think is fine probably. Is he he's still yeah. doing it? I think so. Man, good for him. Good for him. Is he? Uh, isn't there? Isn't there like a really funny Silvio uh, cameo in Many Saints in Newark? And people were like, "That's fucking stupid." Oh yeah. <laughs> I, I forget. I didn't actually see the film I, myself. I haven't seen it, but I just I just remember people <clears throat> be laughing at it and shit. Yeah, yeah. So it was. Yeah, I sh- we should watch that. We, that we should do an episode on the, the Many Saints of Newark. What do you think about Everybody, that? Everybody like the people. I do. I have to agree that the uh, the the finale of it like. Is actually seems perfect. That is very the most. What the Sopranos finale? Oh, it's wonderful. Yeah, I mean, no, I mean, oh, sorry. I mean, this the finale for the fucking movie. Oh, I don't know what happens. Yeah, you'll know what You'll well, you'll know know what it is, and you'll you'll be like, oh, well, that's no, that's the only way. Something like this, something that stupid. Well, that makes me want to watch it. Um, Actually, I mean, that's a whole show about petty bullshit, right? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. That's a, that's a perfect read on on the Sopranos. It's a whole show about petty bullshit. That's fantastic. Put it on a fucking you know, uh, I don't know, t-shirt. No yeah. bio on Twitter. <laughs> mm. What's next? From the Liverpool Olympia on oh, March fourth, two thousand seven. <laughs> Possibly our first ever match in fucking England. You know they do the dates different there, so it's for us it's three four for them it's four three. <laughs> yeah, we have Jimmy Rave versus Nigel McGuinness. Is this the first? I was thinking about this right before we started recording. Is this the first match in the UK that we've ever covered on the show? I can't prove that it is, but I can't prove it isn't. Yeah. Because I just don't, I can't think of one, and that's the thing. If it's come up, it's like, what the fuck would it be? Yeah, it's a real shame we never did actually go to Italy with CZW. We should do that show too. See, these are yeah. ideas for like, this is not really a show, but I don't know. That like it would be easy. To, like we could do that. We could do an hour on the Italy CZW show, no problem. You know? Oh yeah. I was thinking about watching it anyways. Fuck it. <laughs> What's it um, called? Shockwave. Great name. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Um... Yeah, I don't. I, we went to Germany. We went to Austria. Went to Hungary. Right? We've been to all those places. Yeah. But jolly old England. Oh, mate. <laughs> we're definitely in. Fr- when the fuck were we in Hungary? I don't remember off the top of my head, but that doesn't know. matter. I, I, I might have been. I thought it was a fucking a Peraton comp for a Otto Vons versus. Fucking, oh, Belgium. Is it Belgium? Oh, nice. Well, I don't know the difference. Whatever. They're both um, stupid. They're both stupid. Fuck it. So you yeah. know what else is stupid? The fucking United Kingdom. They suck. It's a bullshit place. It's <laughs> it not sucks real. Ass, dude. It's it fucking real, sucks. Uh, that's why we never fucking yeah. It's uh, not why we're not doing a progress show, mate. Um, all right. I was scrubbing through this show. It looks like a treat. They ran Briscoe. Ver- <laughs> I have, oh boy, I have here that they have they ran Briscoe versus Brisket. That must have been an auto, correct? They ran Briscoe yeah. versus Briscoe, and then Sh- Shingo Takagi won a tag title. That's what I saw. Sure. <laughs> um, 
He's always there. He's, he's just pops in, you know? Oh, you like All Japan in 2018? Well, guess what? You can watch some Shingo Takagi with you. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, that was probably... Those were, those were some good matches for him. But he's just a guy like, oh, yeah, Jimmy Jacobs versus uh, uh, John Moxley. I quit match. This is awesome. Oh, oh, uh, the match right after it is Shingo Takagi versus Shingo Takagi. <laughs> yeah. Great. Um, anyways, the bloody UK. <laughs> They chant, you're going to get your fucking head kicked. They do, but you know what? For a man who does not kick. But you know what? At least... So that's a chant that I had to be started in Britain, right? Oh, yeah. That's like... That is absolutely the most English of all chants that I can imagine. I mean, isn't it associated... Isn't it a Brian thing? It is a Daniel Bryan thing. It's in his fucking bio on Twitter. It's in his fucking entrance music now. Where you hear it? Have you heard this? No, I never. Oh, I, I still haven't heard the music. Yeah, that sucks. It's it's like the the theme is whatever. I mean, he should just come out to a traditional Wagner, right? Because that's the fucking coolest thing you could do. Yeah. Um, and and Walter should come out there. to the fuck. <laughs> oh God, him coming out to the uh the 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 song in Melancholia. Who doesn't want that? Oh sure, sure, that'd be great. Um, I I, well, I guess it. I'm gonna fucking crash in you. <laughs> I I think that the um the the bad like the poorly like the poor rhythm of the chant you're gonna get your fucking head kicked in and like that's bad i don't know it's just it's too, first of all it's too many syllables <laughs> too many goddamn syllables but then, and then doing it re- and, then, and then it requires claps too you do the same amount of claps as syllables is that right it's i think you're supposed to yeah you're gonna get your fucking head kicked in is that it yeah what the fuck Friends theme song bullshit is this? <laughs> what the fuck, man? This shit sucks. Sorry, that was a little loud. It echoes more in the kitchen when I'm wearing sweatpants. Um, oh, Briscoe versus Brisket. Shingo Takagi win a tag title. Jimmy Rave, House of the Rising Sun, um, which is his music for a while, right? Yeah. He comes up to that in the Styles match, too? I think so, yeah. Um, which, you know, of course, I always associate with getting beaten to death by baseball bats in the desert, personally. Um, the crowd hates him. They, they hate him. They fucking hate him. And he is having the time of his life. Oh, absolutely. I, I him this, His interest to this, he doesn't do anything. There's, he doesn't... He just looks around and has a face that people are like, fuck this guy. Oh, yeah. And it's that's that's like the, this is the height of the Jimmy rave. It's just a guy who looks like it would be fun to punch him in the face. <laughs> like that was his gimmick, uh, yeah. punchable man, uh, who's really good at wrestling. Also, he because he's not even really with the embassy anymore. Like, yeah, the embassy's it, basically dead at this point. It comes back in a few years, but yeah. sure with Necro, right? Like Necro's there. Like Bison I, Smith is there. I remember some of that. I think I watched some of that. That's like twenty twenty ten. 2009 uh like i think i watched some of that when i first got back into wrestling because i was like what necro butchers in the fucking ring of honor now oh yeah because i'd seen the wrestler i saw the wrestler like opening night you know so I, and then i i guess it was just like oh he's, he's gonna be a movie star <laughs> clearly necro butcher's gonna be a movie star for this um and ernest miller too ernest miller's gonna be fucking denzel's friend or better um right yeah He's got a basket on his head. That's very cool, Aww. buddy. He's a little guy. He's got a basket on his head. Um, I'm going to... Uh, yeah, uh, Jimmy Rave is great. 
Um, and he is, again, not really doing that much to get this. He just is him. It, it, he is he is he, and you are me, and we are and we are all together. Um, that's a song by the Rolling Stones. The crowd hates him. He's having fun. And then, who's that? It's Nigel's a bloody arrow, mate. God. The crowd claps along with his music, badly, slightly out of rhythm. Uh, I forgot. You know, I forgot about bloody progress and how much yeah. fucking goddamn Brit rest I was at least giving a, a look. I was having a. I was having a look. Yeah, a cheeky look. I was just having a little peek. Um, in like 2017, you know. Um. I had that fucking that who's that mod guy? The fucking what? Flash Morgan. Flash Buster? Morgan. I had that, that man guy. is that man is held a title in WWE for the record. I had that guy in my fucking WDKW that year, man. Yeah, <laughs> he, he made the hundred. Flash Morgan Foster Webster. Webster FMW. The great FMW. Yeah, I forgot his name, but I assume he's been outed as a rapist by this point. <laughs> no, he's. I mean. uh... Well, the sh- the shady thing he did was that once time he gave like a really nice interview to Bram and people were pissed about that, but that was right. years ago, and nobody right. seems to care anymore. Okay, Bram's so still getting bookings. He's, yeah, he's, he doesn't uh, he hasn't done a bloody rape, um, and he's been a WWE champion. He's held he's held the the UK title. Is he's that right? held the tag titles with uh, Mandrews, I believe. And with t- Manders, and... with the one called Mandrews. Yeah, the one called the one called Mandrews. <laughs> the one called Mandrews. Steve Mandrews. Uh, oh yeah, that guy's the... pretty good. I liked him. Yeah, there's a lot good. of good wrestlers in the UK. That's the fucking. <laughs> Here's the shittiest thing about Progress and Britress and fucking ICW, ICW and sh- fucking what was it? Shockwave Pro, <laughs> fuck, uh, Riptide, Riptide. Um, they uh, all Rev Pro. Rev Pro. Maybe the maybe, Rev Pro is the be- the biggest example of like, oh man, you almost fucking did it. Like you guys are so close. If you just weren't a bunch of fuckwits, they would say over there. <laughs> Rev Pro would have like cool, like they they would do their dream matchy bullshit, but they would also have like cool stuff that nobody would talk about. And then you'd right. be like, oh, this stuff's pretty entertaining. Mm-hmm. Like Progress was all was just like a listen. Like a, I had a time with Progress. Yeah. And I the call it progress. Himself. Yeah. First of all, the first time I fucking oh god, the first time I put on a fucking progress show, um, and I do say it that way every time. Uh, uh, I I didn't know what to make of the Jim Smallman Jim Smallman right yeah yeah thing. Uh, I, I, the microphone was pretty bad, so I couldn't really understand a lot of what he was saying. But like he was like talking to people in the crowd, and I was like, oh, this is nice. That's what I really thought. The first time I saw Progress, <laughs> I was like, uh, it was like, Ch- who's the first time here? Don't be a dick. I was like, oh, this is all right, actually. Because it was it's like funny before. That we, it's this is like, that, go ahead, go ahead. Sorry. It's funny that people thought that like he, that he, like, that, that he was good at that and then they hate KG. But that's neither here nor there. Okay. Well, that's sure. That's a conversation to be had. Uh, I'm not going to have it with you right now. I don't but, give a shit about but, that. <laughs> but I, I, I was I, just I, thinking about the small man. Yeah. Yeah, sure, sure. Um, and KG's the big man. Um the Absolutely. original. I, I, I guess, you know, it was just like, I think the first progress match I ever saw was like a, you know, Travis Banks or what, I, like one of those guys who whatever sucks, probably does too fucking much, you know? Yeah. Um, but like, I remember just 
you know, feeling it. I was like, this is all right. And this is like before, I don't know if this is before like Trump gets elected and culture goes out of its fucking mind during that election season. And just like, where like a thing that was like casually nice and was like, this is nice. We're not, you know, this is not a toxic environment. And then all of a sudden you couldn't say that out loud because any promotion that's like doing what he was trying to do is especially after in the wake of what happened with the print press <laughs> and everybody who was out as a bloody rapist um, or abuser or whatever, you know, fucking so many things. Yeah. That stuff is never, that will always ring false. It, it will never ring true again. Nobody will ever be able to do that because Jim Smallman and all of his friends, all of his mates, they bloody ruined it. Um, that sincerity, you know, we can never go back to that, but when I saw Progress for the first time and it felt like a sincere, loving environment, similar to how I felt when I saw fucking Chikara for the first time, you know? Yeah. I was like, oh, cool. You can do this? You can, like, play like we're, like, all friends or whatever? And I, I, I was, like, down, you know? I was, like, fucking totally down. Um, and then they, you know, whatever, they blew it all up. <laughs> what the fuck ever. Um but I, I loved me some bloody progress and I've seen a lot of, uh, what was it? Rev pro. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I was, a, I was a Brit rest guy briefly. Um, you know, that guy, um, six seconds, bitch. Yeah. How does that one go? Do you have that memorized still? <laughs> uh, I have it a time. In All right. Hang life. on. Hang on. I'm going to bring it up on the thing and riled up fight Haskins. Sorry, folks, for the dead air. <laughs> Sometimes you, you just gotta do it, man. You, this is not on YouTube. What the fuck? Yeah, Six well, seconds. it was a, U, it was, I know it was a Twitter YouTube, video. Twitter video, I should yeah. say. God damn it. Yeah, I'll find it later. Um, the, um, the There was a time for them. And for, for WXW, for Vex Vey, like where it was really exciting, you know? Um, and occasionally, I guess it could still be. Who knows? Um he gets excited when I talk about Brett Russ. You know, they his, sold their souls, you know? Yeah, yeah, they did. Um, they, they really... <laughs> that's the other thing, too. I guess I didn't bring that up, but the fact that it has now been uh, just pillaged by the WWE and those people... I don't even know... They're not allowed to work other places, right? They're just stuck there? No. I, I, bet, I bet some of that stuff is good. There, I mean, Eric could tell us, right? Well, about NXT UK, I don't think he could tell us about modern VXVit or well, uh, no. fucking, yeah. But a lot of those guys are in, like, a lot of the people that, you know, you would have liked, for instance, maybe in WXW, in, in Striga's Wrestling Federation. <laughs> yeah. SWF, Striga Wrestling Federation. Um, Striga World Wrestling. Striga World, yes, S-Dub, Dub, yeah. Um, I forgot what I was talking about. S-Dub, Dub. <laughs> I completely forgot what I was talking about. S-Dub, Dub. Uh, yeah. And then and then, and then some some clapping that's like not in tune with it. Yeah, Brit Russ. Um, before beyond just everyone being at it as a fucking rapist, um, the WWE thing. It's it's so sad. It's so dead. And we were already making fun of it before that happened. So it was like on its way out, right? But oh yeah, no progress was progress. Yeah, no, they were like they were done by twenty twenty. Yeah. Well, I, you know, I love TK, Cooper, I love Jenny, I love fucking Dolly, uh, what's her name? 
Dahlia Black. Dahlia Black. I love her. Fuck, man. She was the coolest. Right? Wasn't she fucking cool, her and TK? She was pretty cool. I thought that act was good. Man. Oh, that act was better than good. Was that was pre- No, it was pretty good. That was the best stuff, like, some of the best stuff in the fucking world. When they were, when, and Travis Banks, they made Travis Banks good because he was a good hot tag wrestler. You know, they had that. They had those cool matches of fucking Doom Patrol. They did, and and with a uh, fucking you know, Marcel Berthel or whatever, <laughs> and Gunther. <laughs> yeah, they had a really great match with them too. Um, all well, right. I just well, don't think that Walter is a very intimidating name. <laughs> you see, you watch Breaking Bad, motherfucker. Walter's the coolest name ever. Uh, Walter, just get fucking uh, that guy, Jonathan, Jonathan Banks, Jonathan Banks, uh, yeah, Mike Airman Trout to come in and fucking be his manager and say, Walter's gonna fuck you up, you know, like that would be great. It's get fucking... Esposito to just come in and say Walter. Uh, yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, why John... not? Why not just name him Walter Vice? Listen. I think I might have even suggested that without even thinking about it. That's a great name. Sure. Yeah, that's a, that's a good. Uh, German name that Americans are familiar with, you know? Um, I, I think uh, Giancarlo Esposito was, is the bad guy in the latest Far Cry game, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. If he did that, then why not bring him in to just, like, manage Montez Ford or whatever, you know? <laughs> and Montez Ford is, like, now, like, a drug dealer. Like, that would be fucking awesome. I think they could do some cool stuff with the current, mm-hmm. uh, you know, let me and you book the current WWE roster. We could make it, you know, bring on all the Brit Rest guys. Make it great. I didn't yeah. mean for this to become a whole. Uh, uh, the thing about in Nigel memoriam is Brit that Rest. Nigel was pre Brit Rest because, like, where did Nigel actually like make himself a guy? Indiana. Les Thatcher's HWA. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. and it's so f- him and like Chad Collier and Moxley hanging out and shit. Yeah, what yeah. a time! It was before Moxley was there, right? He didn't show up. A little up. bit. He yeah. didn't show up till a little bit. But like Collier, yeah, you know, you got your, your Matt Stryker with a Y, right? Wasn't he also oh, yeah. a, an HWA guy, Heartland guy? Yeah. Um, you Plus, know. Plus like the era of like the guys who had been brought in on the WCW buyout and Sure. Uh, like, like so he's hanging out with Gendrak. There. Yeah, Gendrak's there and shit. And Gendrak knew how to fucking party. That's why they love him in Mexico so much, you know? Yeah. Because he could know knows how to fucking party. Um But Nigel's a bloody hero. Uh, he's a proper ledge. The crowd is right chuffed to see he's him. Top con, yeah. Four, you could swing a cat in here. <laughs> the fight without honor graphic explodes off the screen. Hilarious graphic. It even has an explosion sound to go with it. <laughs> I couldn't believe the beautiful it. Beautiful minds of Carrie and Gabe. Yeah, this is great. This is great. When does Carrie come in? Oh, Carrie was there the whole time. I don't know what his pa- what like how much power he exercised or something. But what do you mean he was there the whole time? He was there in two thousand two in the rec center. Yeah, no, he was an original owner with fucking RF. I did not know that. Okay, cool. Yeah, um, I don't really know anything about him. I don't even know what he looks like to be honest. He's like a bald dude. He kind of uh, he kind of looks like uh, the leader Stone of Heaven's Steve Gate. Austin? No, nah, oh. more like Heaven's Gate. Uh, <laughs> he sold. He was uh, Jim. Wait, Bruce. which character in Heaven's Gate? No, I mean Heaven's Gate, the guy. Uh, Marshall Appleway or whatever. Oh, the guy. The cult leader guy. Yeah. Oh, gotcha, uh, gotcha, gotcha. He, he was uh, John Belushi's uh, drug dealer. Okay. Yeah, cool. like, that's literally true. Is he the uh, one who sold Car- him the stuff that killed him, or? No, that was in L.A., but he was, was a different guy. Somehow. Different guy. Yeah. Different guy. All right. <laughs> His wife. Sure. Um, all right. So this one starts uh, hot, hotter than hell. Um, I... 
I'm going to say, I think this is one of my favorite matches that I've ever watched for this show that I, had, yeah. that I had not seen before. Um, just on the top. Because a lot of the stuff, you know, I've seen or whatever, I'm not, this is not uh, J- Jack versus Hunter at fucking in the, in the garden and, you know, in OO and Ot Ot. Um, but this is up there with like Shinobu Kandori doing shit, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, where she like wrestles a match in a fucking suit or whatever. Um, do I have that right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Um, this is so good. Um, I gotta be honest. I liked Nigel a lot in the early two thousands when I'd see him. Um, he, he was a guy who would like, he would, he would go wrestle in IWA a lot. Oh yeah. And I think he, you know, and he was in ROH around the same time. The pure rules, I think was pretty much him. I want to pure champion for like forever. Him I, and Jay Lethal somehow. Yeah, like the- well, sure. But I think Gabe came up with the pure rules for him. It was specifically for him. Because he was like, this is how I do it with this guy. This is, how I, this is the master plan. He will be a main eventer in four years if I push him as this fucking working class, what is it, Saturday nights and Sunday mornings? Uh, <laughs> Al- Albert Finney type, you know? Um, which is a great movie, and I want to rewatch. Um is it, did I get the title of that right? <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. Um, he's he's a cool guy. He's obviously by this point we know Nigel so well from because he's a fucking WWE commentator, right? Yeah. Um, which is insane. And I I like to pretend that that's a different guy. Um, I don't know you. <laughs> well, Nigel with the dark hair is not is not our Nigel. Yeah. Our Nige. I don't know her, Mariah Carey. Uh-huh. Um. But this guy is a bloody arrow. Um, I have not seen much of 07 to 09 Ring of Honor, as we've talked about. Um, But yeah, he seems like uh, he was actually really fucking good, and not fake good like Davey Richards or Austin Aries. Like, what what is his deal? He retired from concussion stuff? Uh, He had concussions, he had like hepatitis, he had a bunch of shit. (laughs) I mean, have you you remember her have seen... Because I had forgotten what it actually looked like. The Danielson put head, like, headbutt spot with mm. him, where he just rams his head into the ring post over and over. No, but I've yeah, never seen like, that. I've heard about it. It's one of the shittiest looking figures you'll ever see in your life. Shittiest mean, as in? As in it looks stupid and bad. Does It It looks harsh? No, it looks stupid. It, it, it looks, doesn't look good. It looks like shit. It for, looks bad. For... It looks... So it's the energy, like, done. so the energy economy of this, the amount of damage done does not nearly equal the amount of entertainment gained by the person doing it. Not in a million years, okay. because it's not really even entertaining. Yeah, yeah. The uh, the energy they allude efficiency. to it in this. They allude to that economy. spot in this match, but mm. that they somehow this spot where he just rams Jimmy Rave's uh, shoulder into the post. Yeah, looks better. Yeah, because it, that spot goes on for like four minutes. It feels like it's eternal. It's awful. Is that a good match? That's all right. I don't yeah. know. I don't know. I've never I mean, seen. I've never seen. Nigel is that like you know what he was? He was a fucking heavyweight who bled, and he was the Ring of Honor champ, and that kicks ass. Yeah. Well. Yeah. That's sure. Really good. I've never seen the Danielson matches. Um, we should figure out a way to do that because i'm really interested in him i am actually i came out of this super interested in him because again i have not seen any of this stuff and he's so he's he's got a very taped up right hamstring oh yeah (laughs) which is very stupid um he tries to bring a chair in the ring holds it right in front of his 
his leg. <laughs> so, uh, and, and Rave drop kicks it into his leg, of course. And the tape at this point is so funny because now the commentators, by 2007, commentators have to straight up comment on how it's going to be too easy. Maybe, you know, and, and by 2022, now the commentators are like, maybe he's faking him out with that. <laughs> you know, like, oh, yeah. We've had to, like, do this for so long and it's just, you know. I mean, the world's going to end one day, probably really soon, but we still, come on, we can just, we're going to keep going back and forth on, on the tape argument here on commentary. Um, it's very funny. And uh, Rave, let me see, Jimmy Rave has a heavy, he has an incredible stomp to the ear. Um, it's like an Arn Anderson, like Georgia shit, you know? Um, he also has some wicked chops, also some Georgia shit. Um, Nigel gets a guardrail from under the ring. Hilarious. Hilarious accoutrement. I think... I don't know if we've ever really talked about a guardrail, um, the, conceptually, I mean. <laughs> have, we ever, have we ever conceptually talked about a guardrail on the show? No, um, it's weird, right? It's got to be the worst thing you could land on. For oh, no. <laughs> it's explicitly meant not to have any gift. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's really... And sometimes they... Sometimes... I mean, this one... This is a pretty cooperative what it did basically exactly what it needed to do incredibly um but it's uh it's it seems unpleasant they mostly found a way to land on uh the vertical rails as opposed to the horizontal rails because those fucking things going horizontally like to, at the top and the bottom those aren't gonna fucking budge an inch why the hell would they sure that's a bad thing Right, right. I, I, yeah. I mean, yeah. This is this is well thought out. All these spots, as crazy as they fucking are, this is clearly a storyboarded type of match. You know, they they had a fucking vision for this, and I think they nailed basically every part of it. Um, yeah, guardrail. I've told the story on the show before, but uh, Ar Fox versus Sammy Callahan in the LaSalle Knights of Columbus Hall in AAW yeah. um, that I was there like second row for, and it was awesome. And after the match, uh, so during the match. Um, AR Fox gets like, he does like a, tries a uh, leg drop or a flip or something onto Sammy, who's laid across on a guardrail that's like suspended between the rail and the, just like this, you know? Yeah. It's hung up over, the, and Sammy moves and AR Fox just eats fucking shit on a guardrail. It does not fucking give an inch. And yeah. he just, he just kind of bounces off of it and falls to the floor. And then after like five minutes after the match is over, it's intermission. And I'm out there, me and Mike Stocks are there, Doxy Stocksy, and I'm smoking a cigarette and Docs does not, he does not smoke. Uh, Stocks does not smoke, uh, but he comes and hangs out because he knows that's where the action is at, you know? Oh yeah. A tip for anybody at a fucking indie wrestling show, figure out where everybody smokes. Um, just go hang out there, breathe some second hand and hear some fucking stories, get some pictures. Um, AR Fox comes over to us. Um, he's got a blunt in his mouth. He asks me if I have a lighter. I give him my lighter. He lights his blunt. And I ask him, uh, Hey man, uh, are you okay? That was, that was pretty, pretty rough in there. It was like 10 minutes after it happened. And he said, yeah, I'm good. I stretch a lot, you know? <laughs> Like, that was his, like, I just, you know, stretch it out. A little yoga. Air Fox, the fucking guy. Air Fox is one of the greats. Yeah, gave him my lighter back and, and smoked his fucking, yeah, had a good time. Great night for Air Fox. I think he lost the match, but that's okay. Sammy versed, right? Sammy's, yeah. that was Sammy's fed. Um, all right, so, Nigel, Nigel, it's such a fucking British name. Yeah. I'm pretty sure his real name is not close to being this uh, hilarious. What is it? Is it 
McGinnis is not. His real name is Stephen Hallworth. Hallworth is a very. <laughs> That's very British. British. That's extremely. Yeah. Steve isn't necessarily British. At all. Stephen. Steve. I'm, I'm Stephen. down with that. Yeah. Stephen. Yeah, Stephen. Steve McGinnis sounds. That's just, that sounds like that sounds like an all right guy, you know. Well, Stephen. Stephen McGinnis. McGinnis. Sounds like a fucking dick. Stephen McGinnis is a a real piece of shit too. Um, yeah. Is TNA name of. Uh, Desmond mm. Wolf, very funny. Desmond he Wolf, also, that's like too British. That's like trying too hard. Well, and they also you once used Vivian Edmondson as a name. Vivian <clears throat> spelled like uh, from the Young Ones. Okay, I, I'm yeah. not familiar with Vivian as a male uh, a male name. It's um, not really. That's not okay. the whole riff. Okay. Um, was he? Was it like uh, when Jimmy Garvin would wrestle in a dress? <laughs> no. That would be cool if Nigel had like a cross dressing gimmick that he played every now and then. Do you? How do you? You like Jimmy Jimmy Garvin <laughs> as Miss like, Oklahoma or whatever Miss Alabama? I like uh, Jimmy Garvin as, uh, I, but I prefer Ronnie uh, doing the Miss Atlanta Lively. Oh, that's good. Yeah, God, that's those were the days. Ronnie Garvin is is one of the most ahead of his time wrestlers of all time. Like he couldn't talk really, but he was cool. He looked like a fucking guy. He looked like a fucking dick, like a dude who could beat your ass. Yeah. And he dressed up like a woman sometimes. Yeah. That's, and that's awesome. That's fucking cool. That's a cool fucking guy right there. That's um, a guy we need to bring back. I we gotta literally like invite him. Invite him. He can also be a commissioner. Big gay brunch. We gotta do can be a commissioner. He's not even yeah. gay. He's, just, like, he's an ally. Yeah, he's an ally. He. Listen, you kids. I I think whatever you do is fine. <laughs> Yeah. Um, that's my Ronnie and Gar- Ronnie Garvin person. I was friend- I mean, being being friends with Power for all those years. We did a lot of crazy. We things. Did, I saw a lot. Of things. I can't talk about all. Of I them. saw a lot of things. Basically, my my uh, my Ronnie Garvin is my Eddie Kingston. Hmm. Let's go. Well, they're they're similar similar wrestlers. Absolutely. We got to get Ronnie Garvin squash on Squash World. We got to do Squash World. And we got to get a Ronnie Garvin on there. That's my birthday oh, yeah. episode. It's gonna be Squash World. Um. All right. So. Rave gets flapjacked onto the guardrail. The guardrail is laid, again, across between the rail and the ring. Um, so it's like a, just a flat surface. Rave gets flapjacked onto it, which makes a big dent in it. Um, and then is underneath it. And Nigel does a slingshot into the suspended barricade from the other side. Um, and when Rave's face hits it, it like flops up hilariously. Oh, yeah. <laughs> very car- cartoonish almost. It's good. It's really good. Um, and I knew Rave would cut there. I knew he was gonna. He comes up with a little color. This is not a super bloody match, right? No, you know, you know who ends up with the most blood? blood oh, ref. yeah, 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 yeah. That's we gotta. We'll talk about that. <laughs> I forgot about that. Um, the uh, the the Jimmy Rave, the HBK fan. You know, we all know yeah. that HBK bladed midair during a catapult into the rings into the ring post at Media Twenty. We all know this story. Yeah, uh, I tell it every episode. <laughs> in my bio on Twitter. Um, so Nigel's rocking and rolling bloody, uh, like the, like the bloody sex pistols in it. Um, <laughs> yeah. uh, rave kills the momentum, uh, kicking Nigel's leg out of his leg when he goes for a chair shot. Um, and then he delivers that running knee fucking destroys him. And I cannot believe how perfect every Jimmy rave strike is. Oh, he, he's such a good, his punches are good. His forearms every one of them. are good. Yeah. His kicks are fucking good. Not a kicks guy, but every time he, I mean, really like super kick guy is not a kicks guy, right. but he'll, but like his boots in the corner or something. That's like, stomp. Like, I'm telling you, fucking stomp. Like, the best stomp I've ever seen. 
he just like someone runs like straight into his fucking boot, and, like in like the match we'll do for uh, the TNA attack, and it's like, oh yeah, that was right in the mush, right, right. in the mush. Yeah, he, he also good at taking strikes, also really good at. He made uh, Yakuza. He like ran face for face first and looked like he got his head blown the fuck off. Well, he also uh, never acid. lets himself get away from an opponent very much. Like, there's no space, you know. He's he's always on him. He really smothers yeah. Nigel, like. In, in a figurative sense. He really is just, like, never giving him an, an inch of fucking uh, freedom or space, you know? Um, now, there is a little bit of funny business here where Nigel, uh, he has to, he's, he's, he's selling the leg, right? The taped-up leg. Jimmy's been working it. And he does the thing where... The, one of the things I hate the most in wrestling is when a guy tries to run and hobbles on the leg and just does the same thing, but slower. Um, which I fucking hate. And Nigel... Because he's doing one of his little gay English bits, his little fucking uh, uh, what do you, what do they call him there, Nancy boy? Uh, poof, sure. A poof. <laughs> he's Nigel's doing his little poof bits where he like does his little run across the ring, put my foot on the other turnbuckle slightly, spin around and come running back. But he does it while selling the leg, and it sucks. Yeah. <laughs> and it's he does what they. Uh, I was trying to think. There's another one. Uh, no, Bumba Clot is not English. It's not purely English, right? Jamaican. Yeah. Jamaican. But there's a big West Indies population, if you've seen Small yes. Axe, of course. They say Bumba Clot. They don't. I don't think they ever see Bumba Clot on Small Axe. I, that's Steve McQueen. Don't sue me. Um, he's a listener. He's, we've talked about this. He's a friend of the show. Um, yeah. He does like a cutter thing. He does his cutter thing, which is... What is that called? That... The suspended, the Randy the Tower Orton. Tower of London. Tower of London. Um, he's got some really nice elbows. Um, I don't know. He's good. He just does a little much sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, Jimmy comes back, hits a pedigree, which I believe he always did, but definitely was able to lean on for like an easy boo, you know? Oh, it worked a lot for uh, him in the prophecy area. Prophecy, the fucking embassy fire. Okay. Okay. So like a couple of years, like he'd been doing it the whole time? Yeah. Right. I believe it. I don't know. That, that that was a fucking... You could do that. I mean, you could do it now and get a fucking boo. You know, the pedigree. Remember when you did it and you would get cheered? That was bad. That when was... was bad. when? Uh, like, you're talking about, like, when it was, like, uh, 2013 or whatever? When it was, like, no, a, like a more meme? Like, no, like, uh, 2016. Okay. Maybe I'm just mixing it and up. When, you're talking about, like, like when, when they do it in Evolve. Well, no, when someone's like, yeah, they're about to get signed, so they start hitting people pedigrees. Gargano like, does it, yeah. But it's like, boo, but also, well, you're getting signed, and I guess that's good. I don't, so I don't remember that. I'm sure people do. Um, I think, I think it's rare that a move gets so inherently uh, ruined. <laughs> it's such a funny, inherently, it's such a funny fucking thing to do to someone, though. Yeah, yeah, it is. I mean, the stunner is a weird one, too, where if you do a stunner, it's kind of goofy. Um, but then Kevin Steen, Kevin Owens does it, and it's we're just supposed to accept it, I guess. I don't fucking know. I hate that. I, I do hate that he does, like... I mean, I get it, and he was, like, a big WWE mark. I mean, let's talk about Kevin Owens, but I don't like it. I don't care for it. It's the, silly. It's like, oh, he's a blue-collar babyface guy. Uh, okay. Yeah, yeah. The the, the pedigree I'm, I'm down with. I think it's very funny. Um, and... Um, Let's see here. They end up at the corner. Nigel does a special lariat thing he does off the ropes, um, which looks awesome. It's so convoluted yeah. to set it up, right? Well, I always thought the one that 
because people would shit on Moxley in the wacky with line. the wacky line. The, the one he did in right. the ring often looked bad, but the one where he would like take the rope and then he'd like fake getting back on the ring, like some Makuta Hadaka shit, and then he'd hit you with the. That always looked sick. That always looked really good. I guess this it is good too. Well, I like the yeah Hadaka kind of the way that he moves. Um, yeah. We'll talk. Let's talk. Uh, we, we, there's wacky lines. Of we'll, let's. We'll get to that. We'll talk about the wacky line in a minute. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, this one is like, uh, like it's like a fucking. Uh, you know when Kobashi get gets lariated off by Stan Hansen. Yeah. This is like that. You know, and he fucking clobbers him in the fucking mouth. Um, it looks if, awesome. If you do it, if you do it right, you basically make it like a spinning back fist, which is cool. Right. Yeah. Well, I've never seen. I haven't seen a lot of these. A lot of this Nigel stuff. So this is not a move I'm really familiar with. That's yeah. why I liken it more to Stan Hansen and Kenny Kobashi. Um, that's a famous match, isn't it? People know. Yeah. That. That people. That's like a gif. People know that gif. Yeah. Um, they do. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. They're <laughs> not all children. I know. I know. I'm sorry. I just I forget what, how much some of that if it's penetrated or not. Um, all right. Ship so in a bottle. Yeah. They uh, they go back to the apron. The guardrail is suspended there. Rave just sort of STOs him off the apron, and it's a hard bump. Nigel takes a hard bump into the rail, and it bends, and he lays on it. Some good cooperation from the guardrail there. Um, so I don't know whether it's gimmicked or what. Or yeah, just, you know that's this is what happens when you have the pure English craftsmanship, you know, versus <laughs> like getting it from Thailand or whatever, wherever WWE gets their yeah. <laughs> their fucking rails manufactured. Um, yeah. And then Rave hits a super kick. Um, a good super kick. He's great at it. He's so good yeah. at it. And then he turns around and he fucking gets back body dropped over the top onto the fucking bent up rail, which is like horrific. It's a shocking spot that I didn't, I would have never called that. That was what they were going to do. <laughs> Um, like Nigel took like a nothing bump onto it that like looked like it hurt and it was good and it sort of bent it up and it, to the point where it was bent up enough there and I was like okay that's done we can't use that we're not going back to the rail there's no way they're going to try to use this again and he does it's just a back body drop sheer like over the top to the floor except there's a fucking rail there yeah and it's you know it's crazy it's fucking crazy um, Nigel hits his special little cutter, the Tower of London, onto an open chair. Horrific. Also looks insane. The chair's destroyed. Just fucking could have just cut Jimmy's throat open. Yeah. Um, this is a fucking crazy match. Uh, I think they said 1,300 fans are in the Olympia. Yeah. What is this building? Is it? Uh, it's just one old, it's like some old ballroom or something. And it's in Liverpool? Liverpool. That's okay. a pretty cool, you know, say what you will, uh, there are a lot of cool looking venues. Is that like where the, the, the Beatles are from? Yeah. Oh, shit. You know what they're cool? The corn exchanges. Every time some, they wrestle in a corn exchange, it looks fucking great. Anywhere. I'm not familiar the, with the corn exchange. I don't know what that is or what you're talking about. Uh, <laughs> Sounds I, good, though. I don't know how to explain the corn exchange because I only know about it because of, like, Ring of Honor wrestling in the end and their corn exchange. I'd be like, okay. what the fuck's corn exchange? Well, I, want, I gotta see it. I'm gonna look into it. Now I gotta know. Um, anybody who knows about the, the corn exchange, please uh, at us. At yeah. Touching Blood. <laughs> Um, yeah, fuck. Nigel goes for a rainmaker, <laughs> basically. Yeah, he had the, a, he'd, that is, like, pretty, I mean, he had, like, he the short that. arm, but that is the, like, 
the rip, you know, cord. the rip cord. He's the first guy to do that. I, I mean, he, he, maybe not, but like he, he was doing it before Okada was even out of the fucking dojo or whatever, you know? Yeah. Um, man. And then you know, he, Rafe puts him in a heel hook. Nigel gets to the ropes, but that doesn't break it because it's a fight for fight without honor. Which I love that. I love it when they do that. The yeah. uh, the submission and but I, you know what I love? It's not the just like adherence to the rule. I love that he wanders over and grabs it, and you see the full struggle, and then you hear Gabe or whoever say, "But with the fight without fight without all, you know whatever <laughs> dumbass shit that he says." And you're like, "Oh shit! Oh no!" Let's say it was Prazak because you know who we can't slander on the show. Mm. Lenny Leonard. Oh, oh yeah, okay. Lenny's good. Here. Lenny's Lenny's Lenny. good here. That's right. It's Lenny, Lenny gets here. better. Lenny is a fine vintage, though. He gets Lenny, better one of the highlights of the GCW twenty three hundred screaming fans show. Yeah, twenty three hundred screaming fans can't be wrong, <laughs> especially not when they're completely silent. <laughs> um, that ladder match. Well, I mean, they all needed <laughs> Bucky. Mm. They were being quiet because they all wanted to hear. About Alley Cat. They wanted to hear, have you heard about Alley Cat? You folks heard about it? That's not what he said. It's not remotely what he said. You... <laughs> the, the, isn't the, no, that's Talking about the Brett, La- the Brett Lauderdale pre-show off-the-cuff promo where they clearly had more time than they needed and they tried too hard to make everything short because they were worried about... And then they did that during the show and obviously, you know varying degrees of success <laughs> where the fucking Janela Cardona matches as long as it is but you didn't watch that show right I haven't watched it yet yeah I don't know you know it's not for us it's not it's not it's not I mean, it's I not for, it's not by us or for about us the idea of them having the biggest ever show in a state where they can't run blood because yeah. you know what I was hoping for Uncle Tony Coach Tony well they got there's pay some of those fines there's three hard ways in the show so. I know I'm happy with that yeah I had a um, sound. I have a sound for you. There's a sound for me. Are you pissing right now? No, I'm just pouring <laughs> from my water bottle into my okay. glass. Okay, all right, that's that's all fun. my watermelon mix. Sorry, I'll cut that together somehow. Um, Thirteen hundred fans of the Olympia, right? Um, Nigel's yelling yeah. in this is not nearly as good as Jimmy's was in the first match. I'll say that no. much. Um, they go back outside where I guess they're still going to keep using this fucking guardrail, <laughs> which is yeah. not, it's, it's no, it's now, it, now it's bent. So it's no longer, sus- <laughs> this is ridiculous. This is the most stupid fucking thing. Um, I can't believe they did this. This is a shocking match. The guardrail is completely unusable now. Remember how I said, I didn't think they'd use it again before the last spot. And then they yeah. did it for the craziest fucking spot. Um, it's now no longer suspended across the from the ring to the rail. It is just propped up against the side of the ring, against the apron, and it is fully bent at a 90-degree angle. It is a little fucking, you know... <laughs> it's just a fucking corner. It's crazy. Yeah. It's standing up there. Fucking... They go out there uh, on the apron... And Nigel gives him his dumb little fucking cutter thing. <laughs> the Tower of London, right? Yeah. All, like, off the edge of the ring onto the guardrail. Now, like, I don't know. It's not... It might be a more protected spot or whatever. I don't know. I, I It's hard to say. It looks pretty sick. It looks sick. like Jimmy Rave's face has been put through 
uh, a fucking washing board from the 1800s. <laughs> it's 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 just a nar nargasty. That's a word I'm gonna. It's nargasty. Yeah, it's nar. Nargasty. It's fucking. It is absolutely both of the words. Um, nasty and gnarly. Uh, <laughs> uh, it's nasty, but it's spelled with a G in. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, it's, it's like big nasty. You know? Big nasty. It, it's it's such a shocking <clears throat> spot because we have come so far with this fucking <laughs> fucking guardrail, and I can't. I was. This just... is the one. This is really the only weapon that is extensively used. There's the one chair. There's a chair. Yeah, but that's else, it. Really. Yeah. They just use the shit out of this fucking guardrail. Well, and like they hit each guard... other. They're pop. They're constantly just smacking the shit out of each other. Oh, yeah. Every strike in this match is a it's weapon an insanely shot. Insanely stiff. It, it's Jimmy is like shockingly stiff. Nigel yeah. with his size and like is like famed, but like Jimmy it goes toe to fucking toe, and he's five eight at best yeah it's probably yeah. shorter it's a it's a it's a real fight between equals is what it feels like you know it's like it's it's a it's fucking incredible i love this match um yeah the, the, so there's a uh there's a, a ref bump and he's got color um it's not revealed he has color until like two minutes later right i don't have any notes between then and then <laughs> the i don't know what happened in those two minutes but um I, did he get busted, like, his nose busted? What the fuck happened? I don't know. It's like, Nigel hits him. Is it a British ref? It's not like one of the... It, they didn't bring it's over... It's not Paul Turner or someone. It's not John Keener or whatever? Jim Keener? Yeah. Whatever the fuck uh, they got Jim Keener? <laughs> Jim Keener, yeah. It's not Jim Keener. Yeah, it, uh, but what's... Oh, what's his face? Todd Sinclair. Todd Sinclair, yeah. It's, it's not one of those guys. the actual, like, to, to finish the match. Right. It's very funny. So this is just some shitty British curtain jerker from Frontier even... Wrestling Alliance. <laughs> It's not even fucking Nick Papa Giorgio or something. Uh, Nick Nick P Nick Nick Papa G. <laughs> we used to call him. Um, yeah, it's uh, they slap each other. Nigel headbutts or Jimmy headbutts Nigel square in the fucking nose. Oh yeah, and Nigel stumbles back, does the wacky line, destroys Jimmy. Jimmy like lands on his neck in like a fucking perfect "I'm dead now" bump. And that's it, you know. And it's, fuck, fuck me, man. It's a uh, tremendous match. It's uh, bloody brilliant. You know how? Uh, okay, so there was a thing that's like that became known as the jawbreaker, Larry. But uh, sure. apparently, the story is that Jimmy Rave actually had his jaw broken against Samoa Joe like a month earlier. So he's working this match, and that that's like the beginning of like when it really gets desperate for him for like painkillers. That, okay. We didn't talk about that match. We're talking about okay. this is, but he absolutely works this match like a man who can't feel his face. I don't mean that. Like I mean, like he takes so many ridiculous bumps on his face. Yeah, it's 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 grotesque. It's great. He committed. He he's so good. I love this guy. Yeah, he's the best. You want to talk about the worst match I, I have? But it's also oh, a I don't lot know. I guess I don't have any notes on it. But yeah, let's do it. I do. Well, I, but wait, wait, wait. Sorry. That was a great choice. I love that match. I just want to Not say. Jimmy, hell yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's that's my stuff. That's that's I want I want to see every fucking like big dumb Ring of Honor or you know whatever like late late 2000s indies that I just missed cuz I if this match would have happened any other time, I would have seen it already. But I never yeah. I never went back to a lot of the stuff, you know? I've seen a lot of 06 cuz I I downloaded all the Ring of Honor CZW feud stuff. So I've seen a lot of that. Um, but this is just like, what the fuck are they doing? This is like the craziest, this is one of the fucking craziest matches I've ever seen. I loved it. Absolutely. Loved it. Sorry. So, we have from 
Destination X 2008, the old TNA. March 9th, <laughs> Sorry. 2008, from Norfolk, Virginia. LAX, Sean Hernandez and Homicide versus the Motor City Machine Guns, Chris Saban and Alex Shelley versus The Rock and Rave Infection, Lance Hoy and Jimmy Rave, uh, managed as managed by Chrissy Hemi. Yeah. So my first note is, uh, wow, Hernandez looks funny. Salinas uh, has huge tits. Christy Hemi, question mark? <laughs> this is a very funny role for Christy Hemi, I will say. I think it's a good use of her. She just looks like an idiot, and that's good. She doesn't have to do anything. I like her. Stu- I always like her. I think she's like good. Her. I think she's really funny here. She, I think she was. I think there was potential. There was always She was not a wrestler, but there was always potential no. for her. And yeah. she like showed her tits in the fucking Playboy, and she was totally down. She looked great, you know. You gotta stand by the, the anyone. I mean, I would. Would I say you even have to stand by Sable? Yes. Uh, yeah, I. I, I anybody who fucking <laughs> takes that bullet and does that is incredible, and they should have a fucking job for life. And fuck that, you know. I mean, I, obviously, Sable has alleged some some pretty like intense like working environment stuff which i believe but if sable wants the fucking job for life she should have the job for fucking life you know it's crazy it's crazy that that you know but she doesn't she could that's the thing with sable she could because brock is you know the 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 fourth son of the third son of vince mcmahon at this point right yes um yeah it's uh it's Cool to see Christy. I like her. I always liked her as a ring announcer, um, backstage interviewer, general hot chick with red hair and fake breasts. Like, yeah. just a cool lady. Be nice to Christy. Fucking yeah. savages. Wait, wait. How- so, all right. And then, I, and then my next note is, wait, what is this gimmick? <laughs> okay. So, you know what was big in 2008? Guitar Hero. You know what's something Vince Russo would have heard of? <laughs> Guitar Hero. Wow, is that really the, what this gimmick is? It's just that's how it started. Just, they're the, yeah, they're just a fake rock band, but not in a free and B way. They have they have like the, their the, their guitars are just Guitar Hero controllers. So did, is this how this actually happened? Book, like Russo's booking TNA, and then he's also like he's really got his finger on the pulse of culture, and he says, "Bro, you know this game with this fucking uh, this gu- this Guitar Hero." Where you play a little fake plastic guitar? <laughs> Is that what he's saying to Bruce Pritchard and Jeremy Borash or whatever? I, maybe. <laughs> Scott no, we do know that, say whatever you will about Vince Russo, he did seem to like Jimmy Rave. Because, after all, who won that, like, sort of Damocles ladder match or whatever the fuck in Ring of Glory? That's oh, right. Oh, God. It was I forgot about I, that. I, could see, I, I thought about that for four seconds. about, And then I, like... No. Uh, well, we should know. we should cover it. We should we should watch it right now. Put it, yes, this Jack, ma- put on the sort of Damocles ladder match for me, please. But he, it's just like like Lance Hoyt is doing like a slash gimmick, so he has an unlit cigarette in his mouth for like five minutes, which is very stupid. But I'm laughing. He's great. I, I, I look, Lance Hoyt could be doing worse. I don't know. I, he's a good. You know what he is? He's a funny big log. I don't need a whole lot more from him. I just need him to be like – I always say he's like an FMW guy. I just need him to be a white FMW guy it's, doing dumb dives yeah, and of like course. choke slams. And yeah, yeah, That's great. It's a great what type – that's I what Hernandez is. That's how Hernandez wrestles, you know? Hernandez, um, I did say uh, – we were having a conversation in uh, our main group chat a couple of uh, – last week about guys of Ahmed Johnson energy and how like – Ahmed Johnson vibe is the best vibe you can get sometimes. Yeah, but what you just Hernandez. said about an FMW guy, Gene, is exactly oh, yeah. like the way uh, 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 
Ahmed. Hernandez. Yeah, no, but Ahmed well, Johnson Ahmed, wrestled Ahmed, too. Ahmed, of course, who was literally on the first ever Big Japan show. Tony Norris. That, that's right, of course. Um, yeah, that's the type of guy. Uh, Lance Hoyt should be more that type of guy. I don't know what. I can't. I can't believe they threw him in there with fucking Hangman Page. Like at this point, that's just like to come from Brian Danielson to that. I don't know. I don't know what the fuck they're doing. I guess they're waiting on Moxley or something. What, yeah. What, what, I don't know Wait, what the plan is there. Waiting for Kenny to be back. That yeah. that's not what we need. Yeah, they do um, want that. They want they. He's got to go an hour with Kenny now. It's time, Tony. Put it on. Put it on fucking TBS. <laughs> Make people watch that. Wait, shit. Is this a build in theory to Adam Page versus Minoru Suzuki? That sounds like the worst match of all time. That's that's impossible. That's definitely not going to happen. I, I mean, no, know. that could happen. That could absolutely happen. Sure. I'm not saying it's a good idea. I'm saying, in fact, that it, it could be the worst match of all time. But. The Lance, the, yeah, it's not, yeah. Let's not think about that. Uh, just like we don't think about, uh, you know, clim- climate change, Christopher Daniels, <laughs> things we don't talk Osprey, about. Osprey, Omega, Young Bucks. Yeah, do not say these names. The prison population. We just try not to think about it. You know, no. um, <laughs> the um, uh, the the deal with Lance. The little daisies. I keep thinking about that song at work, and I don't know why. And it's fucking, I'm losing my mind. I need to not think about fucking ween songs at work. That sounds really bad. I like bad. ween. It's just like, I just hear, push I'm like, oh God, I am losing my mind. Oh, help me. <laughs> um, yeah, Lance Hoyt. I don't know. He, there's potential there. Whatever. Um, Chris Saban and Alex Shelley. Look at these fucking guys. Um, I don't have anything to say about them. <laughs> this match is just—it's just a nice little. It's just a real fun tag. Well, no, it's—it's it's cool because we got our Latino hip hop guys, we got our rock and rollers, and then we have our gay loser twink team. We have our pop punk bitch boys. It's the six sided ring. Mike Tanay says, "Go on TNAWrestling.com and vote yes or no on whether Jim Cornette should overturn Earl Hebner's decision." I'm not sure Fantastic. what it's about. The- I know. And you know what, though? <laughs> I loved it. I love the production value. I unironically think that TNA has really good production. Right, they have a great at, website. The, the they show. go on TNAwrestling.com and vote. Like, the, That's the, how you push fucking interaction right there. Yeah. You have the Titantron <laughs> intercutting with, and, like, the shot of them walking. That actually looks really good. I don't know. Oh, sure. Yeah, no, they were trying some stuff. I always, I, I would agree with that. Dale Oliver, whoever the hell is Dale? Nobody talks about Dale Oliver. People don't talk enough about Dale Oliver. Who's Dale he, Oliver? Uh, he was their, T- he was the Jim, he was the TNA. He was Jimmy their Hart. Jim Johnston. Okay. Yeah, he was more the <laughs> different. Jim same, yeah. same thing. Different, different era. Um, yeah. Did he do my world? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Or maybe he did. I don't know. Have you? You got to hear that new My World remix. It's really scary. <laughs> Jeff Jarrett's a really scary guy. He hates women and gay people, and he hits them with guitars. It's a great gimmick. Um, yeah, so we got the gay team. We got the, we got the gay team. We got the black team. We got the white team. No, that's not right. Close though. Um, that was sort of the way TNA would do it. Um, that, so, all right. So the uh, the Motor City Machine Guns. They do a carbon copy of the third leg of the Dream Sequence. Backseat Boys uh, move. Yeah. Um, 
there's I'm just gonna run through a couple spots here. Hernandez holds Lance Hoyt up uh in a stalling suplex, which I have three X's, like it was like a porno suplex, but I think it was just <laughs> a regular one. It was uh, just a big suplex. it was just for a, a suplex, long yeah. time. I have it listed as a he had him up for a million years, is what I said. Um and, and then Hernandez is the Superman dive, which is just fucking crazy. And you know, we we see Justin Kyle do that now. Uh but Hernandez is like way bigger. Right? Hernandez is bigger. He's like six foot five or something. He's like yeah, massive. He also doesn't. I mean, he's just a dude who wears like shorts and like he, oh, he's wearing a shirt and then he rips the shirt off and you know, look. It's it is. It's fucking cool. He looks fucking funny though with that the um he's he like he's got the uh the cholo it is uh, an incredible facial looks, hair. Yes, and like it, like the like the thirty seven year old car mechanic guy. He, yeah, he he looks. It's like. It's the closest that any Mexican man can come to being Albert. He's, he's the, an Albert. <laughs> yeah. Here. He's he's like the he's like thir- Which would have been an awesome match. I don't know if that ever happened. That would have been sick though. He looks like a guy who'd be thirteenth build in Fast and the Furious Four, aka Fast Ampersand Furious. That's what he looks yeah. like. Um now Jimmy Rave doesn't have a ton to do here, but what he does is that he exists in the margins. He just looks impressive and hits all of his marks and provides a structure for like the less mindful guys like Hernandez to play around in. Like he was always really good in multi-man tag scrambles four ways. He'd always work hard. He would always make sure that everybody was in the fucking place they needed to stand in, you know? Yeah. Um, he eats offense, but he like the offense he gets in looks cool. He, he like, again, he does like, like uh, get the get the feet up on someone running at, on a charge, and he fucking takes. I, I want to say Alex Shelley's head off. It looks mm. great. Yeah, 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 definitely. He does. Yeah, what he has is, but like it's. I, I'm I'm a lot more impressed by like the 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 stuff he does in between. Um, oh, yeah. I, I got something later. It's, I don't know if you caught it, but it's it's really significant. Um, oh, I have another note here on Hernandez that his shorts have a 15 inch inseam and they look really bad. <laughs> <laughs> it's a great look. Um, yeah, I thought Tommy, or Tom, I thought uh, Lance Hoyt was doing a Tommy Lee impression kind of thing. That that could also be it. Um, you ever seen a guy? You you, you ever like? A, it's like it's like a it's like a guy. It's like a guy doing a Tommy Lee impression, but it's like a guy uh, who seems like he's like been dead inside ever since his like first ever match. Yeah, that's kind of, I think that's the vibe more than anything. Not to get back to Lance Hoyt, Lance Archer. He seems like he just has nothing. He doesn't get any joy out of wrestling. <laughs> no. Even though his like gimmick is that he beats people fast and has fun, he doesn't seem like he has fun ever. It's just boring. Like his moonsault looks like a fucking like a corpse being thrown off a bridge by Jersey mobsters. <laughs> you know? Like it just it's just like a fucking dead body flipping through the air. <laughs> um yeah, Hernandez looks really impressive the entire match. It's fucking crazy that nobody ever really figured out how to use him as like a main event star. No, it just I, never happened for him, but it, it should have. I, I remember people like shitting on him in Lucha Underground and me being like aghast at the idea that well, that people. It's just like, dude, who gives? It's fucking. What do you? I don't know. I just couldn't figure it out why anybody could even be. It, it, people just don't just don't like get this. But they also hate Sheamus, and Sheamus is, is still is even white. So, Sheamus is the best. Is the, Sheamus is the absolute best version of Hernandez? I think um, it's very, very similar. I, I think that that is yeah. Sheamus is an Abed Johnson for sure. Yeah, yeah, dangerous guy. Um, 
no, I, I don't, I guess with Lucha Underground, it was just a case of like, you know, um, he was too different from the other people. The people who were watching it were not, they were, they were watching to escape powerhouses. I think there's a, there was, it, it's not anymore. People love a Haas now. People love to do, say Haas all the time. Yeah. You know, my, uh, my favorite Haas on the Indies. That's right. Yeah. It's, it's fucking Kylie, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. The, it's so that that narrative has shifted a little bit, but I do still think that the, I'm sorry. I'm walking around. I'm making a drink. I don't know how fucking loud this is. Can you hear Dora the Explorer playing? No. Good. 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 Um, it's been playing for the last four hours. Um, I I do think what was what was my point going to be? Um, Hernandez about Hernandez. I do think that he he had a there was there's potential there, and it just like if you just Put that guy in the right sort of uh, – oh, we got some good sound happening here. Um, the right sort of environment, the right feud or whatever. Pay him the money so that he always works hard. Yeah. I don't know. I think, I, I think that, that he's like one of the lost like big guy talents like ever. Um, and, you know, the, what? Hernandez versus Brock Lesnar? Can you fucking imagine? I know. Yeah, like – it sucks. It really sucks. It, and does he is Hernandez still wrestling? He was in TNA last year. Okay. <laughs> good for, him. I mean, good, that, that good for him, I guess. Yeah, I guess that counts. Um, that sucks. That's Another the sa- that's the saddest too, thing course. you could right. Well, a Texas guy though, also. That's yeah, a TWA guy. The earliest, the first time I ever saw Hot Stuff was um, uh, versus Necro, um, in in fucking Tug Taylor's fest. Yeah. Where I later trained for six weeks, and you know, yeah, um, which was called I think Texas All Star or something. I don't know, something it, like that. It was, it was closed. That match, that match is fucking cool as shit. Yeah, yeah, it's good. You still, the corpse paint necro, which yeah. is something that we never. So you've got seen that match? Okay, really? cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I love a, that match. That was I the first match, match I ever saw of 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 Hernandez. I knew Necro from IWA. Um, I think it was on a Schneider comp, maybe or something like that. Um. It's the only thing that would make sense, right? Why else would yeah. I have seen that? It had to be on a and tape. So, sho- so shockingly, you know who's great in this match? Go homicide. ahead. Homicide. Oh, homicide's yeah. Homicide's great here. He, homicide well, he doesn't even have that much to do. He just does homicide for like 12 minutes, and that's good. I don't need homicide to do things that aren't being homicide for 12 minutes in a 12-minute match where it's a, it's a fucking triple threat tag. All right, he's just so homicide. That's he, great. He's awesome, right? Homicide is lightning in a bottle. He's one of the greatest of all time. He's still great. To I may my I might make the argument that in terms of being, he is the greatest indie wrestler of all time in terms of just what he did just over the years. Because you can't that, for being you can't the most Andy. indie guy that like yeah. gives him a multiplier of some like degree. Yeah, yeah. Like even, I'm with you. Even TNA is indie somehow. Oh, it's to, very, like, it's as indie as it gets, maybe. Yeah, like <laughs> too much to money fucking, being thrown into a money losing venture. You can't make money and still be an independent. Think about it. Yeah. Um, let's see here. I did want to say the finish of this. This is so. This is the big homicide moment, right? Yeah. Um, but the, I don't, you probably didn't notice this. This is very interesting. Um, the breakdown. Everybody hits their marks. Uh, hits their big spots or whatever. It breaks down like any six-person three-way tag or whatever should fall apart and just become people hitting moves, and then you build to the climax. And if you hit all the moves right and you build to the climax, you end at the right time, you get the biggest possible pop, and it's good. Um, I think people are kind of sick of the the crescendo style of these things now. I think, you know, I think a lot of people have gone back and forth on work rate or whatever. Um, But... 
you can do it right. You can do it really good. New Day versus fucking Usos. Like, you know. Yeah. There's this a there's good versions of this. This is a good version of it. Um except and it's well, and I will say team and any version that's a team match is going to be a better version than a scramble and we have so many scrambles. Well, yeah, but it, so it lends to more more options cuz you can you can do double team moves and make it be sensible or you can try to defend your partner or whatever, you know, it's, it makes a lot yeah. more sense. Um so in this breakdown sequence, the climax is Jimmy Rave whipping Homicide off the ropes. Homicide ducks a clothesline, and Tope Khan hellos out the other side, right? Yeah. Except when Homicide comes to Jimmy, he's facing the wrong way. Jimmy has to spin him around aggressively and then send him off the ropes to make sure that they can do this. He, you know. The, the, yeah. So it's, it's extremely important because... Homicide is not in position for this. Jimmy has to turn him and put him in position, and then they do the duck the clothesline, Tope hello spot. Because Homicide does, it would have been in the wrong. He would have had to change directions mid fucking run. Um, so that's a Jimmy thing. Like I, yeah. I, I watched that a couple times because I saw it and I was like, that was weird. And then I watched it again. And I was like, oh shit, Homicide. He is one hundred percent the glue of this match. Because yeah. if, if you want to throw that at the feet of the machine guns, yes and no. They're there to get their shit in. What the fuck is Jimmy Rave shit in this match? He doesn't do he, much at all. Yeah, he has. He does. He does a fucking cool looking uh, <laughs> satellite head scissors, but he doesn't even get to put it in the hold. Right. Right. And he well, eats offense because because he has to move along. You put him in the hold, then it's going to slow things down. Like, yeah, he'll sacrifice that for to keep the the match moving along. Um, I imagine he probably laid out half the fucking shit in this that didn't even include him. Yeah. Um, and then he gets to take the most dangerous move of all time, the, the border toss. border toss. <laughs> and that's all, folks. It, the border toss is one of the greatest finishers of all time. because It's it really like, is. So, so Splash Mountain or Razor's Edge, phenomenal, right? Mm-hmm. What if you just don't even Go try to fall to your knees help, or yeah, guide. sit out? No you guidance. You throw a motherfucker. You throw the motherfucker across the ring. It's So it's the it's the... The logical next step to the awesome bomb. Yeah. You know? Um, What if you could do the awesome bomb, but in the ring? Yeah. I love Mike Awesome. I haven't... Mike Awesome It's been a long time, a long time since I watched a Mike Awesome match. We should fit one in. We should do it, Mike... Yeah. All right. You're on. (laughs) Mike Awesome in... Fuck it. Let's just do Mike Awesome... Just do the Tanaka... Mike Awesome and ECW counting the Tanaka match uh, yeah. from 05. Yeah. Why yeah. the hell not? What do we got to lose? It's an episode for sure. Um, but I want to cover the WCW stuff too. No, I don't. Um, yeah, it's uh, it's weird to watch him in this environment. Did he do other stuff in TNA? Hernandez? Uh, Jimmy, Jimmy, Jimmy Rave. Rave. Sorry, the subject no. of the episode, I mean. He... We were talking about Hernandez for four minutes. Yeah. I know, I know, but I, 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 I that was not meant as a dig no, to you. I was, was trying to get his back on. This is his run, and there's some like jobber stuff too. But that this is his one run, really. He's got two matches in 2011. Yeah, it's a three way against, against Austin, like Kyle or... Matthews, or some shit. Or yeah, it's a gets dark brought match. Brought back for like one of those like one night onlys where like Christian York wins a cage match against him. <laughs> That's such with, a like, funny pull. Kenny King and Jigsaw yeah, as uh, sure. Rubik or something. And then there. inexplicably Loki is on the show too. Like Yeah. And that's why we know about it because we he he wrestled Dick Justice in an AIW show. I'm just clicking around now. Jimmy Rave. Um 
All right, let's do main event time. Main event time. Um, what company is this? Pro South Wrestling from somewhere in Alabama. Uh, Hartston? I no, no, I have it. I have it. It, it. I remember it. Hang on. You go ahead. Tell, tell me who's in it. From May 8th, 2015, you have the, cur- the reigning IWGP heavyweight champion, the phenomenal one, AJ Styles, versus the original XTC, Jimmy Rave. The original Mr. XTC. Yeah. The um, famous original Mr. XTC. Yeah, famous original Mr. XTC. That's the name of the episode. Famous original Mr. XTC. Um, yeah, so this is the the latest match we have. This is the, the last match, obviously. But um, I do want to say he did wrestle after this. He wrestled. He went on to wrestle uh, at and won a battle royal at GCW's Homicide 5150 show. Yeah. Which is so strange. We just spent so much time talking about Homicide. I did not know that until just now. Um, he, um, you know, kept wrestling, you know, he stayed in Georgia and Alabama and I'm not sure what happens in the he years. He ends up, uh, he ends up North and he ends up the trainer in CCW and a lot of, I mean, his right. kid, I mean, Jordan Oliver is his kid and Jordan, like Oliver took a ton from him. Right. Trent, right. I mean, Jordan Oliver is more or less the spawn of that, of the Trent ass Jimmy Rave matchup. Right. Yeah. No. Of course. Um, I. I guess. Yeah. That's. I, that's very good. I like that. Sorry. It took me a second to process yeah. that. But yeah, Jordan Oliver is somewhere between Trinacid and Jimmy Rave. If there is a between, Jordan Oliver is it. Um, this is from Piedmont, Alabama. Piedmont. Piedmont. P i e d m o n t. Population. They're still running. This company has ran three times this year. Hell yeah. Good for them, man. Piedmont. I just, for, for context here, just so that you know that Jimmy Rave wrestled the current IWA, IWGP heavyweight champion. <laughs> Sorry. And uh, if I'm correct me if I'm wrong, was uh, AJ's last match before this him versus Ibushi at Sumo Hall? <laughs> Perhaps. Another man, I believe Ibushi was born in ninth. These are very similar men in theory, Kota Ibushi and Amy Rave. Not not in the way they work, but like mm. their backgrounds. They're both born the same year. Neither is particularly tall. Ibushi's a better athlete, but and obviously Jimmy Rave much smarter. But, <laughs> and you know what? I remember watching both those matches at the time, and I just remember thinking, well, they this is you know, and I would think to this day that uh, the Bushi matches may be AJ's best match in New Japan. Either that or the Minoru Suzuki G One match. Yeah, and I then, love that Suzuki match. I love that match too. Uh, but you know what match is better than the Ibushi Styles match? I really <laughs> think it's this match. Yeah, and it happened a week later in a fucking warehouse in Piedmont, Alabama, with no goddamn air conditioning. <laughs> I remember Why hearing. Wouldn't it, man? Why wouldn't it? I feel like was uh, Dylan Hales at this show. He was Dylan right. Hales, Al Getz, uh, fucking Dan Con- Wilson. Confirmed shoot was probably at this show. This was, was yeah. Was, Tan- was... was Tanner fourteen ninety five on the, at this show? It's not impossible. This was like one of the <laughs> Tim first Tim Livingston shout out. This is one of the first productions of like the Southern Graps sort of thing. This is the beginning. The worst, this is the that... beginning of the Hales verse. But here's the thing: the this early Hales verse centered around Jimmy Rave. Yeah, 
It's really fucking cool and Yeah, of good. course. Well, but everything mutates and becomes shitty eventually. I know. The original but... Hells versus the best shit of the... Fu- it's important. The it's very important. The and 2016, too, yeah. are fucking awesome. Those are great. The 2017 stuff. show is also still really pretty cool. It is. Right? So, yeah, all right. We're not going to do a Hales verse fucking postmortem. It's not dead yet, but <laughs> well, <laughs> not, not like we did the fucking Brit Rest, but Hales verse starts here, I think. I think. Well, hey, there was that there was the Twitter feud between Southern Wrath, Southern Graps and the Brit Rest people, and you know what? Mm. Get out. Mm. But like look who that... look who's still standing. Huh? Yeah. It's the it's the South. Long live the South. <laughs> But there was a lot, of, like there was a uh, Al Getz uh, who was a who has been featured on the show that time he interviewed Slim J before Yard Call. Yard Call, say it back. Yard Call, um, like and was produced the documentary about and Jimmy Reeves talks a lot about addiction. He talks about being molested as a kid. He, Jesus, he's a very open dude. I mean, that's part of why I remember just being like, oh yeah, I have always loved this guy because that was like part of when I was like becoming like a Twitter uh, per- like like person so i could sure. you could see that shit because if you followed fucking like zellner or dylan hales or some shit like of course you'd see it and you'd be like it's like i could never do a moonsault i could never i i was I've is that what he said strong, he, he said he could, could never do a moonsault he literally said that that's I awesome that forever but you know what i could do i could think about it i yeah. could, think about <laughs> I, so I could picture I something do. that would be that's what i had to do i had to equivalent. think i had to wait find a way to make myself valuable, even though I couldn't do like things that would make me like appear obviously valuable. You know what and he is? Such a fucking honest personality. You know what Jimmy Rave is? He's a yeah. fucking plumber. He's he is he's just good with his fucking hands. Yeah. He can't do anything fancy. He can do some fancy shit. You know. You're not. But, but mostly, he's there to install your fucking water heater and quickly, so you can take a shower. That's fucking Jimmy Rave. Yeah. Hey, do you need to, you know, here, you can cook because you have running water now. (laughs) He's going to make it so AJ Styles can cook here in Piedmont. Oh, yeah. This is a good episode. Uh, So, first of all, again, not to go back, but the IWG, do you know what, it's International Wrestling Grand Prix, is that right? Yes, it is. (laughs) World Heavyweight Champion coming to work in front of uh, 100 people in an Alabama bingo hall. Uh, presumably. Yeah. And look, you, have you looked at this card? There's some fucking people on it, aren't there? No, no, say... no, 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 no. Here's the thing. I recognize literally none of the names. Oh, you don't even, uh, I want to say Kung Fu Janela is here, but I don't know. Well, he's not listed as Kung Fu Janela in 2015. <laughs> he was more famous than Janela in 2015 somehow. <laughs> I, uh, let's see here. I, Donnie Primetime, is that him? Donnie Primetime, All yeah. Right, yeah, I didn't know it was him. That's the, there's an, Tyler Gage, Big Tomb. Big Tomb Big versus, Tomb. Big Tomb defeated Dan Sawyer in a dog collar match. We should fucking check that out. Big Tomb. Big Tomb. Big As tomb. in, like, Pharaoh's tomb. Scott Aries, <laughs> Damien Serotonin. That's a phenomenal name. <laughs> Damien Serotonin. Uh, someone, Trevor Aeon. Okay. Savin Roberts? Savin Roberts. Savin Private Roberts. All right, sorry, let's move on. <laughs> Anyways, the, the, po- the point being that it's the three people on the show are Jimmy Rave, AJ Styles, and Kung Fu Janela. <laughs> Kung Fu Janela, a strong number three behind <laughs> AJ and Jimmy. 
<laughs> oh yeah, it's uh, it's crazy because it's Jimmy Rave, Kung Fu Chinella, and the uh, current IWGP and in like one year WWE World Champion AJ Styles. <laughs> Fucking crazy. Um, now I do I, I gotta say by this point, Jimmy Rave does not resemble the baby faced, and I say not baby faced, but baby faced Jimmy Rave of the two thousands. He has clearly aged and he has gone through some shit by this point. But then when you watch him, like, you see him come out and you're like, oh, God, man, fucking this dude turned 30. And, like, I remember fucking turning 30 myself. It sucks. Um, And then you get him in there with AJ Styles, a guy who was somewhat a contemporary. I mean, absolutely contemporary to start, I would. I mean, I would presume that... They have known each other since AJ was probably 21 and Jimmy was 18. 17, yeah. 17, yeah. Even? yeah. They can, they were, there's a bit of an age gap, of like a tiny bit of an experience gap. Yes, AJ but, got a slightly later start than you'd think. Uh, mm-hmm. But it's only only by comparison of the fact that like Brian Danielson was literally wrestling in Japan as a teenager. Right. What the fuck was AJ doing before he decided to be a wrestler? What else could he be? You know? I don't know. Like, work, uh, at, like work, work at a fishing joint? Yeah. Like, he'd, he'd, fucking yeah be, he'd, he'd be a waiter. He'd be a good at, goddamn waiter. <laughs> he debuted when he was, in fact, uh, 21 going on 22. Okay. Yeah. So, okay. so, point being, there's a little age gap there. There's maybe a slight experience gap. But... The gap in, like, the positioning. AJ was always positioned significantly higher than Jimmy. Always. Oh, yeah. Their entire careers. Even at Jimmy's peak of wrestling fucking Nigel in front of 1300 and fucking Liverpool, mate. AJ is, like, you know, wrestling Jeff Jarrett in a scaffold match or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Like, some crazy shit. Uh, oh, the AJ Rhino Eve- Elevation X, man. We should do that. <laughs> Hadn't thought about that match in a while. Um, so, Jimmy is, uh, you know, not that. And when they start grappling, you realize that this guy, who is now dead, but six years, seven years ago, approximately seven years ago, you know, you look at this guy wrestle the fucking great, the, the guy gene that is like dominated, the leader of the Bullet Club. The you leader heard, of the Bullet Club. You ever heard of them? The fucking yeah. Bullet Club. And he's here with a hundred fucking people watching and Jimmy Rave is working holds around him and shit. And you realize this guy could have probably wrestled another 40 fucking years as like a Lucha Maestro type. Oh yeah. He could be doing, you know, George South or fucking Ricky Morton or whatever. He could be doing a version of that that is even better if he, you know, if the fucking cards would have been different. Don't turn the robot fucking vacuum on. <laughs> God damn it. I'll be... You... I'll Hang on. I'll see if I can reach it with my, with my fucking... I got the long cord here. I'm, I'm really close. Oh, come, just come over to me, robot. All right. Don't do it. I'm almost done. We're in the last match. Jesus Christ. What an episode. Um, you, you know what? You know, here's what you have to say about Jack. He understands how to cut the tension. Yeah. And sometimes the tension needs to be cut. Yeah, Jackie had to fart in the middle of the scene, right? Uh, thanks, Jackie. Um, <laughs> all right. Yeah. 
it it made me sad. This one in particular made me kind of sad. Oh yeah. Uh, but I think this one might be the best showcase of just Jimmy knowing where to be at all times. Like he, I think he calls more of this than AJ. It seems like. Yes. He's like, because AJ's fucking been working his ass off in Japan and shit. He's coming here as a favor, probably, right? Yeah, and I mean, AJ's also AJ is working all over the planet, but it's also like, like he's working and he's doing like matches that like against guys he doesn't necessarily need to. He's working a very, very young Osprey in Rev Pro. He's right, right. For Norfius Wrestling against goddamn Hansen, future Viking experience member. Right. Uh, I remember that. This is an w- interesting tour. He's clearly given back, right? That's kind yeah. of his deal. Yeah. There's a match him and PJ Black in House of Glory. Oh, who could him forget? Him and Scarlet in fucking Rev Pro. Him versus John Hennigan in the uh, <laughs> very acclaimed Family Wrestling Entertainment. He's of working his ass off. None of that is still this. There is nothing like this. Yeah, this is this, this is, is. I mean, granted, like what? This is just like yeah. I'll be. I just wanted to like visit my parents or something. I don't know. Yeah, when we're there, like, maybe we could like grapple like we used to do twenty years ago, maybe. Yeah, and then have a twenty-five minute classic with yeah, with like uh, nothing. It, not much happened. Like it's got a huge finish, but there's not like. Like what? Like fucking uh, Jimmy it's a takes very like a minimal match. Yeah, Jimmy takes like a, a bump to the floor that's like okay, and AJ sort of drop kicks him back out of the ring, and then he hits like a house show dive, like the slingshot pescado. Yeah. Um. But of but but then of course it's AJ Styles, so even the house show dive looks fucking awesome because he tweaks his body in midair like one of the Yakasuka twins or what, what the fuck? <laughs> oh the, yeah, the rollerblading. The, the brothers. We, the, what we, what are their names? Sorry. I've never. Uh, God damn it! Yuck. This happened last time too. Uh, well, I'll figure it out. He tweaks his because <laughs> he's AJ Styles and he's uh, the the anointed one. He's like the greatest of all time, and their names are Yasutoko, the Yasutoko Yasuku. brothers, of course. I love <laughs> that. Uh, Takeshi and Ato. I'm so course. glad that we found a way on our uh, mem- uh, memorial episode for wrestling. <laughs> I've been watching like. For like basically 20 years that we got to reference two of the things that come up inexplicably more often than any any other human beings besides the two of us will ever talk about little steven's underground garage and the yasutoko brothers <laughs> that's just that's just a commitment to the fucking yeah that's you know what i think that speaks somehow to just what jimmy rave is we, he, he brings us back to ourselves he's just he's just he just brings everyone back to where they once were man yeah, and it's bringing AJ back to once to where he was. Yeah, and absolutely. AJ Styles, as we have said, is the IWGP Heavyweight Champion, the he leader just, of the Bullet Club. He just a month before, had a match Sumo Hall that sold eleven thousand. Yeah, he doesn't need. Yeah, he's and a fucking you know draw. What? He's a legit draw, and he and was you know, he would wrestle in Ring of Honor occasionally, right? And he would like oh, they yeah. would they would sell out every if, if AJ and the Bucks were going to be there, immediate sellout. Like, that was, yeah. like, almost a fucking renewed hot period for Ring of Honor just because they had the Bullet Club. That TV, that run of TV was really it fucking It is really good, good. I yeah. I love that. Yep, I watched a lot of it, too. Um, peaked, uh, peaked off the Christmas surprise tag. Cheeseburger! Uh, <laughs> don't remember, but I'm with you. Um, let's not elaborate. Um, 
Yeah, he's supposed to have been working heel and con- constantly had the possibility of some bullshit happening, especially deep in his longer matches. Like, it wasn't yeah. as bad as it would become with, like, Kenny and even worse, like, after Kenny, probably. Jay fucking White, yeah. Who, yeah, who, know, who knows what an El Fantasma match looks like nobody now. Even, nobody even on Striga's website will, like, vouch for a goddamn evil title match with 75 low blows and shit. Yeah, that well, seems like, it seems like pretty rough there. Yeah. The New Japan fans seem like they're having a hard time, and I, 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 I my heart goes out to him um but yeah like it's like you you would here's the th- all right that's the thing with the, the fucking aj styles match um he would you would you would like be on the message board right you'd be on wrestling K- ko dot envision bb51 dot you know <laughs> yes uh or you'd be on pro wrestling only and you'd say like i love this aj styles match and then you have to also say there was only a little bit of Young Bucks interference, <laughs> not enough to ruin the match. Yeah, that was just what it was like. And But whereas this is just a pure AJ Styles, Jimmy Rafe match. He works like a touring heel champion. Not this, he's not a hard heel, but he's like a clearly – he's a foreigner in his own fucking area, kind of. Jimmy has comes off as not bitter, but he understands – it's like I know that could have been me. Could have been yeah. close to that, right? Absolutely, that's part and of it. And AJ match. rubs it a little, but it's not. It's just it's unspoken. It doesn't need to be said. Yeah, but and that's... it's also like think about it this way: if AJ had asked fucking Carl Anderson or Doc Gallows to, hey, you want to do a run in? They would have done that in a, for oh, fucking Gallows, five seconds. Gallows they would have thought that was Alabama. the funniest thing in the world, right? Yeah, to, to do a run in on a show attended by a hundred people <laughs> and a goddamn uh, Piedmont, Alabama paid warehouse, a, paid a literal hot dog. <laughs> I love uh, it. Oh, man. As long as I get that spicy mustard on, I'm having a great time. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Wrestling Road Diary. Shout out. Um, they, uh, that's the thing, though. Is it, you know, AJ gets to come here and have a match that he could, couldn't have with anybody else because Jimmy is, you know. Does, is Jimmy Rave going to ask AJ Styles to take some absurd bump? Absolutely no, not. No way. No way. And Jimmy... It's like he doesn't need to. They don't need to do that match. They don't. Jimmy they knows exactly how them. many big bumps need to be taken, too. And it's like, the answer is like two, and he's going to take both of them. They barely need to stand in this match. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. It, you know, all right, so here, that's the thing. All right, Jimmy. It's like, it's like you know, you're getting Gary Oldman for uh, the for the career, starring okay. Uncle Karolanko. You can pay Gary Oldman, <laughs> but he ain't, you, you got to pay him extra to stand up. So he's going to sure. sit in the whole ma- sure. movie. $20 million for Tinker Taylor's Older Spy, is what I hear, because he does a lot of walking in that one. So... Um, so Jimmy plays the rhythm so his opponents can have their big solo. That's what Jimmy does, right? Yeah. Like he, there's an extended strike exchange. Jimmy wins it with a running STO. They do some cool stuff. There's, I don't know. There's, there's some other spots in this match. There's an STO in the apron. The finish is a fucking styles clash off the middle rope. Whatever. The match is exactly the right length. It needs to be. It's the right amount of high spots for a town of 5,448 people. Um, but, it's a level of craft that's so much higher than the people of Piedmont ever deserved. Um, not to say they're on, you know. Oh boy, he's going up. He's going off again about Jimmy Rave. Well, he understands the gravity of the moment and how yeah. we're very sad. But you know, yeah, I don't know. It's it's a it's a really it's very. It's a, it's cool to see him later on where he is clearly. There's not a great run left for Jimmy Rave in 2015, and that would be true. It would prove true, but he knows it then. Like, what the fuck am I going to do? The SCIs and the uh, the fucking Hales verse, 
Like that's we're you know he's lucky he got that. We're all lucky we got that. Yeah. You know, and I think this is like the beginning of it. Really, I remember fucking Dylan Hales on Sam's. We don't know wrestling. Uh, the tan- the truth about Tanner's podcast or whatever. Yeah. And like um. It it was I remember him talking about it and just being like oh I got to see this fucking match you know, um, and I did and it's great and now we're talking about it on our show yeah so shouts out to Dylan and Sam and Tanner fourteen ninety five shouts out to <laughs> and uh, oh oh what was the guy that's like super canceled Frey movement shouts out to the Frey, Frey movement. oh man Frey movement was definitely in the building the night that these two wrestled in Piedmont Alabama I think Frey might be the mayor of Piedmont Alabama. <laughs> All hail Mayor Frey. Yeah, all hail Mayor Frey. All right, Jimmy Rave, he's dead now, and it sucks. Um, that sucks a lot. Yeah. Uh, really, one of the one, you know, I don't throw around terms like best or make your list of the top twenty-five or whatever. I don't really give a shit, but just a pure fucking unique force in indie wrestling that never got his due. But really, what was his due? He was just he's he's. He's too weird. He's not. He's not enough of a. He's. This is not a TV guy. You know. No. He's. He, you know. And I said it at the beginning of the show. But it's like we all know a Jimmy Rave. And it's like. It's like. What are they fucking movie stars? Nah. They're just like. Trying to work at the fucking Seven Eleven. He's some a fucking plumber. In. He's the Maybe, plumber. He got to pay some child support or some shit. And it's like, yeah, I fucked up, but. I don't know, maybe my kids will like me one day. <laughs> yeah. No, fuck. He's a, he's a tradesman, you know? He is just a, a fucking guy who has a skill. And uh, beyond that, you know, sometimes, sometimes like in Ring of Honor, in the right place, he found, they found the right combination, Gabe found the right combination, mm-hmm. to like, you know, make him into, like, oh, this guy could be on TV. But, you know, again, this guy, he's not a, this is not a TV wrestler. He's a fucking, he's a maestro. He should have been in fucking, you know... Should have been wrestling Negro Navarro and shit. Yeah, Jimmy the, Jimmy Ray he, versus fucking Daniel Macabe. That's a match that I, I would have loved to have seen. Am I wrong, or did I actually tell Macabe that I kind of wanted that match for when uh, he was working the SCI weekend? All, when we interviewed him, after. oh, I, could, I, I think could I totally, actually did. That sounds like a thing you would say to the man. Uh, um, yeah. I, I I I do think there. You know, obviously, after he lost the arm, like what can you fucking do? You know. Um, Besides yeah. being a novelty act like fucking Dustin Thomas, which is admirable in its own right, but you can't have Jimmy Rave do that. Like, it was done. Like, it ended. I but don't know. at the same time, it's like, you just, like, see him talking to people. He just kept talking to people. He kept being people's friend. Yeah, he was they, online. If someone, if someone needed to hear, like, if fucking G-Raver, like, needed to hear shout out from someone, he <laughs> fucking hit him up. If Jordan Oliver or someone like that wanted advice he was like yeah, he jimmy just... ray was like boosting people and like rting and stuff right like he was he's just a good dude you know what i'll say about jimmy rave okay so i got a dm from him i think after the arm amputation is like one of those because this is one of the things he did this is part of why he's like oh he's a controversial figure and it's like he'd hit people up for money so every so often you know who would hit people up for money every so often like all my friends I don't <laughs> yeah sure uh, you know what he did in that dm he, he started it with, hello, ma'am. <laughs> and I don't know why. I'm never going to, but I'm never going to forget that until the fucking day I die. And yeah. I just, how could I, dude? Jimmy I fucking know. rave. He, what a, what a fucking what a regular <laughs> ass man. What a, yeah, a Southern gentleman, some people, perhaps? Some people aren't meant to be megastars. That's just what we're saying. But 
You know, they're meant to they control the room. <clears throat> yeah. This guy walked into a rest, walked into a wrestling ring and he controlled that fucking ring like few I have ever seen in my entire life. And I don't think I'll few I'll ever see in my life. It's it's incredible and it's not through it's just through presence. We talk about certain people like that. We talk about like Mickey Presence Knuckles. Presence and skill. Getting, raw getting, skill, like, too. Someone like Mickey Knuckles seeming like she gives Akira the confidence for Akira to have a match. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Not even where it's um, like a stratosphere away from like the next best match he has that Right. Year. The cocaine was good that night, but no matter how good the cocaine is, Mickey led him through that and let him have his masterpiece. Yeah. Because, and it's just some people Jimmy's like just, just have – it's just a – they instill confidence in their opponents, and they instill confidence in the fans. Sure. Sometimes you feel safe those, in the ring with Jimmy Rave, huh? Those are people who will struggle with that, and there are times when Jimmy Rave would be injured, or he just would fucked up, is just a little too fucked up, and it didn't work that way. But when he was on, he he was a master. Yeah, he's a master, and uh, we're worse without him. We are. It's <laughs> yeah, it sucks. It really we fucking need, sucks. It's we need you know life. We were talking about like this like sincerity thing, and it's like yeah, that's just sincere. I believe everything he ever said. I don't. And if if he was lying, I'm sure he had a reason. Yeah, sure. He, he hey, did. sometimes sometimes the lie is hard. Man. Sometimes a lie is harder to tell than the truth. You know. Um, sometimes a lie is more honest than the truth. Sometimes a lie is more honest than the truth. Oh, rate, review, subscribe. That was good. That was really good. Oh, Jimmy Rave. Um, yeah, there's nothing else to say. Uh, we live in hell. Uh, Death to America. Yeah. Do you have any 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 closing words, or are you just? Uh, it's so I'm nice. Like, uh, so glad we did this. I was so mad that yeah. we were doing this. But <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna be good. It was just like. Well, I knew it was gonna be good, but I didn't want to do it. No, it's depressing. Well, yeah, because the reason we have to do it. Fucking sucks dick. We have a de- this is a depressing show. Yeah, we have, we have it, a we have a show about the end of the world. That's we have a show. That, uh, yeah, I mean, well, I mean, what, what what's our show about? It's wrestling is gross. You know what's gross? People fucking dying. People and dying. You know we, so you know what we do? We talk about them and we give them our little wake. Yeah, that's right. That's and we don't, right. Little we don't, wake. We don't really do it like anybody else does. Talk about I a little wake. So. Yeah. Not just uh, not just because we have the best wrestling podcast oh. of all time, <laughs> and probably the best podcast of any genre. I think it's probably I think it's I think and also it, we've got the most listens now too. We've actually oh, jumped yeah. up ever since the Brian Knobs tweet. We're up up. I haven't actually checked, but I don't think anybody Hopefully. listens to a show of that. Um, yeah, I. I, I, I we gotta we gotta talk about Brian Nobbs' asshole again. We gotta just we? yeah we gotta do that NFT. We gotta do Brian Nobbs NFT. Um, thank you for listening, folks. And if you like this, there's a bunch more episodes. For the new listeners who like that uh, Brian Knobs, Are You Too Depressed to Jack Off billboard, if you're listening to the show for the first <laughs> time, um, if you scroll deep enough, you can find a picture of his asshole, too. And also, if you listen to the show, sometimes we talk about it. We talk about a lot of other things, like the chin dildo and chastity cages, headlocks, forearm exchanges, chastity chastity cages that time wait wait like the rat the time dustin Rhodes like the rat but listen to this a t-shirt cursive letters black shirt pink or white or sparkly and it says chastity cages and forearm exchanges i and love that, it man and that's the shirt and that's, that's like our chronic that's the checks and breaking necks <laughs> whatever man Fuck. whatever man
I, I do I do think of us as a lot like uh, Chronic, but 2000 Chronic. We're Not like that... Chronic. Yeah, we're we, yeah. Am I Brian or are you Brian? Which one's Brian? We're both Brian. We're both Brian. Thanks we're for listening, Brian. folks. We're both Brian. <laughs>